Well, the truth about Redfall came a lot faster than I expected. In my coverage of Redfall, I said that I anticipated one day we would hear about what really happened, and it would come from Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, and it happened a little bit faster than I anticipated. He dropped a very insightful article tracking the history of the game, the Microsoft acquisition, and just the absolutely terrible launch of the game. There is a lot to come over about what happened, uh, who's to blame, what should happen going forward, like what should Microsoft learn from this. I'm going to put all the good information right here at the beginning. It is a live stream, so it's a longer video because I then discuss the topic in the opening monologue with the live audience. So make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button if you don't want to miss my coverage. The Redfall launch was so bad that many of us were left wondering how could this happen, and I stated many times before that I anticipated Jason Schreier of Bloomberg giving us the real story eventually. He did it with Anthem, and he's done it again with Redfall. If you don't remember what he did with Anthem, it was about a month after the release of the game that we got a lengthy breakdown of just what happened with that game. And we are one month away from Redfall and its launch and we have a very, very detailed telling of exactly what went down. Developers and publishers, beware if you treat your project or your employees like garbage. We're going to find out, typically, as long as these people are willing to speak anonymously with the press. And I've said many times, in many situations, the truth always comes out. And while this is an easy target, right, everybody wants to bash on the, the bad game, right? Whether it's Gollum, Prior to Gollum, it was Redfall, right? Rather than just pile on or bash or trash Redfall, I I would rather think through what happened and what could be learned going forward in the future. Projects of this size, how long-standing they are, the push for live service and microtransactions is definitely something that companies are trying to lean into. Both Microsoft and PlayStation are attempting to tap in to those revenue dollars, and they're going to have to learn some lessons from Redfall, I think, if either company wants to be successful. So first... I want to look at what happened. Some of what happened lines up with a theory. I did have a theory about what happened with Arcane, but other elements of theories that I had were very much proven wrong by this story. Second, I want to ask the question, who is to blame? I I did a stream asking that question in the wake of the game launching, and sadly, there is a lot of blame to go around. There's no easy answer here. There's no scapegoat. It's not like one person did something or sabotaged the project. Lastly, I want to draw a conclusion from this. What can Microsoft do going forward as another project under their watch seemingly wasn't under their watch? So first, what happened? The Bloomberg article is lengthy, so I wanted to pull out big themes and really good info from the article. First, Arcane was actually not surprised by the bad game launch. They weren't like, oh no, we can't believe that it's bad. They actually knew it was going to be bad from the opening of the article. Quote, To the makers of Redfall, the mediocre reception was no big surprise. The project suffered from unclear direction, frequent attrition, and a perennial lack of staff, according to more than a dozen people who worked on the game. Speaking anonymously because they were not authorized to discuss it publicly. A spokesperson for Redfall Publishers 
publisher Bethesda Softworks declined to comment. Not surprising, but that's a good, good flyover summary. And it's good to know that Schreier spoke to more than a dozen people. This isn't some random disgruntled employee. This isn't somebody just running up some rumor mill and trying to drudge up controversy or drama. This is corroborated testimony from a good-sized group of people who worked on the project. And given the size of the staff, more than a dozen is a pretty good percentage of the people who saw this and saw it transpire. Many theories about Redfall claimed that it was originally planned to be a live service game. And those theories turned out to be correct. Quote, development of Redfall began in 2018. At the time, ZeniMax, the large privately held owner of Bethesda Softworks, was looking to sell itself. Behind the scenes, the company was encouraging studios to develop games that could generate revenue beyond the initial sales, a popular trend dubbed Games as Service. Now, I know people are going to hear that, they're going to use that, they're going to see that, and they're going to say, look, there's the scapegoat, it's live service, live service is bad, live service ruins games. I think that would be a terrible, and honestly, that would be a dishonest diagnosis of what happened with Redfall. It's important to lay the groundwork, because this is what caused a fracture at the company and the studio working on Redfall. It wasn't that live service was to blame, it was the multiplayer component that we're going to get into in a moment. A section about microtransactions, though, in this report really supports my stream about Starfield potentially having microtransactions. Quote, ZeniMax was strongly urging developers at its subsidiaries to implement microtransactions, that is, recurring opportunities within the games for players to spend real money, say, on outfitting their characters. Although this wasn't an absolute mandate, several ZeniMax franchises such as Fallout, Doom, and Wolfenstein would soon release new versions incorporating online multiplayer and monetization options. Keep in mind, Wolfenstein wasn't even a requirement to have online. They were just selling stuff. It was a single-player game that had microtransaction components in it. And I highlighted this in my Starfield stream, okay? Everybody keeps hand-waving and saying, oh, it's just going to be the creation club. That's a microtransaction storefront. You're not saying anything. You're basically saying there will be microtransactions in Starfield. That doesn't automatically mean they're bad. But the fact that people looked at Starfield and said, oh, it will never have microtransactions, that hand-waving, I I think you have to admit, there's a pattern. And where did the pattern emerge? Well, it started with ZeniMax. ZeniMax pushing for more microtransactions in their game. So the Creation Club being included in Starfield will likely be a presence of microtransactions. You can use the Creation Club to sell weapons, items, utility. So the insight here, I think, is a bit telling and a tad worrying for those convinced that maybe Starfield won't have any. I'm okay with microtransactions being in game. I never tried to bring up microtransactions in Starfield as an automatic negative, but the people that were acting like they wouldn't be there, or that there was no possible way they would land in a Bethesda game, I think you need to pay more close attention. Now, many might push back and say, well, Redfall was looking to be a game as service, is looking to be a live service game. That's true, but there are plenty of examples of games that are not live service, that are not multiplayer, that implement microtransactions, and Starfield will likely not be immune to this push from ZeniMax. Just be honest about the pattern and the possibility, that's all I'm saying. Now, we have concrete info about what ZeniMax was pushing for within their property, and everyone kept pointing to Prey, and how well it did leading up to this game, okay? Prey scored well 
It was well received, but apparently it did not do well commercially. Quote, at Arcane's headquarters in Austin, Harvey Smith and Ricardo Bear, respected industry veterans, were tapped to serve as co-directors of Redfall. Following the commercially unsuccessful release of its sci-fi shooter Prey a year earlier, leadership across the company wanted to make something more broadly appealing. While everyone kept saying like, oh, Arcane don't miss, Arcane doesn't miss, they were internally saying that they in fact had missed, and it motivated them to target a broader audience. Regardless of how good you think Prey was, or how great you thought it did, it didn't do well commercially, which motivated them to say, we need to target a broader audience, that that title didn't do very well and this is what they had to say quote when eventually what eventually emerged was the idea to make a multiplayer game in which users would team up to battle vampires and perhaps pay for occasional cosmetic upgrades and this right here that statement that sentence that's the beginning of the divide of the company that one word multiplayer will serve as the seedbed for all the problems and the failure that this game experienced again many will likely try to falsely diagnose this as quote multiplayer games are the problem and this will fall woefully short as an intelligent assessment it sounds like from moment one there was skepticism about the studio's ability to make a good multiplayer game quote Redfall was pitched to staff as a multiplayer arcane game, which some team members said they found confusing. Whether the sort of gameplay that the studio specialized in would be technically possible in a multiplayer environment was an open question. Now, if you contrast this to what Phil Spencer said about letting teams build what they want to build rather than forcing them to build what they're known for... It, it, it's sort of confusing. It doesn't sound like this team wanted to do this. It sounds like leadership wanted them to do this to make more money and to have a broader audience. From the beginning, the devs were split on the idea of branching out. And leadership seemingly failed to cast a strong vision for what the game was supposed to be. This compounded the problem quote developers under smith and bear said the two leads were outwardly excited but as the project progressed it failed they failed to provide clear direction staff members said that over time they grew frustrated with management's frequently shifting references to other games such as far cry and borderlands that left each department with varying ideas of what exactly they were making throughout the development the fundamental tension between single player and multiplayer design remained unresolved so they're not getting good vision from leadership what are we building and they're referencing oh far a game like far cry oh a game like borderlands and and then there's this tension in the company mounting about we want to build single player well you know we don't want to build multiplayer if there's something that i've noticed over the years it's that some devs do not like it when you reference other games and it sounds like those references caused confusion which amplified the frustration and the tension then if things weren't already set up for a bad result they were understaffed they had less than a hundred people which is fine for projects like prey but not for multiplayer live service games according to the article quote even additional support from zenimax's wisconsin based roundhouse studios and other outsourcing houses couldn't fill the gaps and this is when employee exodus starts so we're going to go through who's to blame here because there's a lot of things along the way microsoft hasn't even entered the picture yet just just so we're clear microsoft hasn't even 
entered the picture yet. And this is when the employee exodus really makes things worse. Quote, morale at Arcane suffered. Veteran workers who were interested in developing a multiplayer game left in droves. They were not interested, is what I meant to say. They didn't want to build a multiplayer games. They were leaving in droves. By the end of Redfall's development, roughly 70% of the Austin staff who had worked on Prey would no longer be at the company, according to people familiar, as well as Bloomberg analysis of LinkedIn and Prey credits. So this has been corroborated with LinkedIn, with credits, with all the people who worked on it, as well as the people saying it at the company that 70% of the people who worked on Prey left. That's how bad that it got. This is practically the whole company, okay? That means an identity and a culture shift didn't happen. An identity and a culture disintegration happened. They then struggled with staffing. They couldn't fill the vacancies. Now, apparently they offer lower pay. It's hard to get people to move to Texas because of, like, reasons. I don't want to get into that, but... And they couldn't adequately describe the project to people. It hadn't been announced yet, so they really couldn't start describing the project because that gets out into the public. They wanted to kind of keep it quiet. Then... Enter stage left. Here they come. Microsoft comes in and buys ZeniMax Bethesda. And at first, the devs think that they'll be the savior. Quote, the acquisition gave some staff at Arcane hope that Microsoft might cancel Redfall, or better yet, let them reboot it as a single-player game, according to sources familiar with production. So, it needs to be clearly stated, this is a part of of my theory that I got completely wrong. The project was a disaster before Microsoft got on the scene. Don't worry, this doesn't absolve Microsoft, but I predicted that the shift away from PS5 was the fracture point. The fracture point happened much longer before that. Bad leadership, bad vision casting, understaffed, you know, people not even wanting to make the game. And that's part of my theory that I kind of got right. I said, this sort of feels like a rebellion. It feels like the company did this on purpose. How do you make something this bad? Well, it wasn't a direct sort of mutiny. It was more of an emergent mutiny. They just didn't want to build it, and they were either not giving it it's their, their best work, or they just slowly quit. That theory wasn't very far off that they were essentially doing a passive form of mutiny. But I definitely got it wrong. You can't blame how bad the project was at this point on Microsoft. The sad, the sad thing is, okay, <laughs> my theories missed the mark because the truth was worse. All right. Microsoft doesn't get off the hook here, though. More from the article. Microsoft maintained a hands off approach. Aside from canceling a version of Redfall that had been planned for Sony. Uh, and the PlayStation 5, Microsoft allowed ZeniMax to continue operating as it had before, with great autonomy. Microsoft's Spencer would later say in the kind of funny interview that Xbox did not do a good job early in engaging Arcane Austin. I'm going to circle back to this when we discuss who's to blame, don't worry, because I don't think Microsoft's absolved at all. I think at some levels, they're guilty of far worse than disrupting a project, okay? But we'll get to that in a moment. Now, The hands-off approach led to the following. Quote, During a 2021 press conference, Xbox positioned the Bloody Vampire Extravaganza as one of the company's big upcoming releases, dramatically revealing it as the event's show-stopping finale. 
Now, you have an Xbox showcase around the corner. I'm doing this on June the 2nd, all right? In nine days, we have an Xbox showcase, the Xbox Game Showcase, and this raises some alarm bells in my mind. How many announcements and trailers are we about to see that Xbox has had zero oversight on, okay? They did it with the Halo Infinite trailer. Do you remember that? Let's just walk out the trailer of a game that's barely shippable. It was in crisis mode, and then they did it with Redfall. You have no oversight of the project you have no idea what's going on with this thing and you walked out a trailer all right i hope that that is not what we end up seeing at the showcase a bunch of games that microsoft has had zero oversight on that would be disastrous but don't worry don't worry the worst is yet to come and it falls squarely on arcane leadership and it embarrassingly and stupidly sounds exactly like something we heard in the autopsy of anthem quote During the final frantic months, the remaining Arcane staff found themselves stretched thin, and the debut date was pushed back from Halloween of 2022 to early 2023, and then eventually May the 2nd of 2023. Along the way, Smith and other leaders assured the staff that the game would get exponentially better once the final art was implemented and the bugs were fixed, promising that arcane magic would manifest at the last minute as it had with previous games. How could anybody be that foolish? In the wake of Anthem's failure and their trust in Bioware magic, it's staggeringly baffling to see another company invoke the same nonsense. And let me give you some hope for Starfield microtransactions. If you're worried they're going to be there, if you're worried they're going to be bad. In the rubble of Redfall is a tiny silver lining. Quote, Harvey Smith recently said in an interview with the website Eurogamer that early on he pushed back against the compulsory inclusion of an in-game store. But people who worked on the game said the remarks didn't square with how things played out. For the first three years, Redfall had a significant microtransaction plan in place. Only in 2021, with games as a service growing more controversial among gamers, did Arkane finally scrap its unwieldy in-game monetization plans. So it seems Harvey Smith is trying to take credit for pushing back on the micro store, but in reality, it was the public pushback against live service games that led to the micro store being scrapped. They were saying, listen, this thing was baked in from moment one. He wasn't pushing back on it. I mean, maybe he was pushing it back on it in meetings with Zenimax, but the people working on it were like, no. It was in there for moment one, and it only got removed because the public pushed back against it. The hope would be if poor micros or some sort of a store that is not in good shape is planned for Starfield, what happened with Redfall will have an impact on Starfield's development. So, that's it. That's what happened. And with the truth about what happened, we have to ask the question, who's to blame? In my opinion, everyone shares blame in this experience. I think we have to start with Zenimax. I think that's where the problems are born okay they gave birth to a demon baby okay (laughs) and nobody put it down right it's clear there was a disconnect between Zenimax and Arcane thinking the team would be able to make a multiplayer game without an infusion of cash without growth of staff that was foolhardy okay it feels like that classic case of corporate disconnect and just a desire for more revenue there's nothing wrong with seeking more avenues for money these projects are getting bigger supporting the studios supporting these devs it's becoming very costly so seeking more revenue is fine but it needs to be conducive to the teams and the companies that you're funding and pushing you can't look at a team that's 
relatively small and mostly experiencing single player games and asking them to create a completely different type of game that is bigger than their staff would allow. So the blame firmly starts with Zenimax. Then I blame Arcane leadership. The failure to properly communicate back to Zenimax about team size and just the ability to build the game just set everybody up for failure. Invoking arcane magic feels a lot like tweets that I saw where arcane don't miss in the face of obviously bad gameplay footage. It just sounds like you're in denial. Beyond their poor communication with Zenimax, they also failed to cast a solid vision. That might have kept staff attrition down. If you would have secured some level of creative buy-in, cast a vision for a really fun and good game, and people might have been won over. Hey, we really could make a good game here, but they failed to do that. And last, but certainly not least, Microsoft. You didn't honestly think they'd get off the hook, did you? While Microsoft deserves zero blame from the start, okay, the state of the game when Microsoft comes on the scene, they don't get any blame for that, okay? That falls on Zenimax and Arcane, just disastrous from moment one. However, they are 100% responsible for delivering another bad product that they paid zero attention to. Because given what happened with Halo Infinite, Microsoft's decision is truly baffling. You buy them, you tell them to cancel the PS5 version, and then you just look the other way. At one level, someone might say, hey, you know, letting them be autonomous, that's not disruptive. Listen, I would agree to that, to a point. But if the game was humming along, it kind of makes sense to leave them be. But you don't know that it's humming along. You have no idea the status of the project. You're just assuming that it's good. You're just assuming that it's going to be great. I mean, that's not a good idea in the wake of what happened with Halo. You're not even going to do an assessment. You're just going to go in there, you know, and and then you're going to walk out and drop it as a surprise announcement at a showcase, and you have zero oversight on the project. So you're standing in front of the public saying, here's this great game, can't wait for you to play it, and you haven't even looked at it? I really hope that what's in store for the Xbox Game Showcase isn't a bunch of Redfalls. Because if Halo Infinite and Redfall are not strong enough cautionary tales, I don't know what will make Microsoft see they need better oversight. And that leads to my conclusion. Now more than ever, it is clear that Microsoft needs oversight engagement. I would say they need better oversight engagement, but it seems non-existent. In the wake of The Last of Us Faction 2 news, I can't help but think that Microsoft needs a bungee, a studio that understands game development, that can be the muscle to walk in the room and do rigorous oversight from very early on to gauge if a project's good, if it's coming along, do you have buy-in with your developers, do you have good vision, is the leadership properly communicating vision to your developers, do you know how in those crime dramas where they separate people and they ask them questions to get the story straight, why not do that? Alright, leadership, what's the vision for this game? Great, thank you. Then go to the developers. What's the vision for this game? Real easy to see if there's clear vision transfer because that's one of the primary means of excellent project management because it sets the trajectory for what you're making. What's the goal of this game? What do you need to achieve the goal? Oh, you're building a multiplayer game and you don't have confidence you can build it? Oh, and you don't have enough staff to do it? If you don't have oversight engagement, you'll never find these things out until it's too late. 
If it's not going to arrive on time, that's another major red flag that they would be more tuned into. It seems far too common for bad leadership to set up the game for failure, and then it represents poorly of Microsoft. I could see Microsoft leveraging maybe like id Software, the makers of Doom, for something like this. I think they make great games, they understand optimization, they have a good history, but there's an obvious tension there. You want that developer building games and working on their own projects. And you have to consider something. Without Bungie, Factions 2, The Last of Us Factions 2 may have come to market, and it may have flopped, or maybe it had been good, but then it wouldn't have lasted, according to Bungie. In either scenario, what saved that project from coming to market was oversight. It's clear that devs like Arcane and even Naughty Dog, they can miss. They can make mistakes and have bad projects. Some of this may be emerging in the market as projects get bigger and aspirations extend beyond just having a good launch month. At some level, this makes the Xbox Activision deal more worrisome. Just in the last week, we've seen reports and indications that Activision's still in terrible shape. Crisis maps for projects, people are leaving, horrible morale, they're still having issues with bad people doing bad things. After what happened with Arcane, does Microsoft really want to take that on? They're not doing a great job with the studios and projects they have now. Why take on, why take on an entire culture and ecosystem of problems? Now that the dust is settled on the car crash that was Redfall, it's clear who is to blame. Basically everyone. And the way forward starts with Microsoft. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Another day, another disastrous game launch that could have been avoided. You would have thought that Anthem and the many games before it would be strong enough cautionary tales. But no. More inept leadership and bad decision-making, wringing out devs like a rag and harming consumer confidence. It's clear that too many corporate-minded folks need to get out of the business. The market doesn't support your press-on, hope-for-magic, or ship-it-anyway approach to game design anymore. You're bad at your job, so quit. Hand over the reins and let new leadership drive the ship. Some of you don't belong in the game industry, and it's crystal clear. Second, figuring out who to blame in these situations is complicated. At numerous points along the way, someone could have done the right thing. Finding one scapegoat is always too narrow and very unlikely to be accurate. It's typically ten things converging into one mess. Arcane should have been more vocal about their doubts and their needs for a better project vision or just more people. Zenimax should have been better at skill and bandwidth assessment of their own company. And Microsoft, you should know better. Hands off and no oversight has burned you once again. Conclusion. If Microsoft can't figure out how to manage projects of this scope, so much under their umbrella is in danger. More reports of problems with Fable just came from Jeff Grubb. Every week, talent seems to be leaving studios under Microsoft. It's hard not to think there's a systemic problem. And if Redfall is any indication, Microsoft higher-ups are oblivious. With Xbox Game Showcase right around the corner, many are looking to this to be sort of the prove-it testing ground for the platform and I for one hope that Xbox can pass the test and that's a show open what a story what 
a crazy, insane story. Once again, leadership failing, corporate level people failing, and the devs are blamed for everything. It's a tale as old as time. And I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon, unfortunately. I, I think there are other red falls in the oven right now. I think there are other red falls in the oven right now. And I'm not even talking about Microsoft specifically. I just think that corporate level decision making is just so fully and wholly disconnected from the development world. And it just continues to lead to bad things. So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get the day started you guys had a crazy day yesterday don't forget about this i am wearing another into the am shirt they have fixed my code use code lono some of the stuff over there is already 40 percent off so check that out use code lono for an additional 10 percent off into the am.com and you can use code lono over there uh, kind of doubt microsoft is going to change this is a lesson they should have learned day one I, it's like, listen, at one hand, on one hand, you're like, hey, good. You know, Microsoft was hands off. That's really good, right? No. If you're going to walk out and promote the game, if you're going to walk out and tell people that this game is really good, why haven't you done any assessment of the game's quality? Why haven't you looked at it? You haven't spent any time at the studio? Darth Nihilus was 17 months and a VIP. Listen to me. Listen to me. I need you guys to help me with something. Like, I never, ever, ever, ever get to play. I never get to play Returnal. And if you guys, if enough of you upgrade to VIP, Creature has to play Returnal with me today, okay? So help me with that. First gifted member from Joker. He's going to push the number up. You guys had such a big day yesterday. You are actually within reach. You're actually within reach of the beard shave. Creature thinks you can't do it. I think you can. Behemoth! Behemoth and Joker are going to tag team. Joker with the first gifted member and 10 more coming in from Behemoth taking us to 11. What do you guys think of this Redfall situation? You are at 3723. You're like 270 away. 270 away. You guys can do it. You did over 300 yesterday. You did 350 members yesterday. You only need like 270 today. If you guys go nuts, if the big dogs come rolling in, the beard's going to get shaved. What do you think the narrative in the media would be if Phil Spencer had canceled Redfall? Listen, I don't think we should be allergic or or antagonistic to canceling projects. I just, I don't think, I just don't think so. Why, why be that way? Yes, tonight's member stream will be Diablo 4 with my wife. If you're a member, tune in tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. My wife and I'll be playing Diablo. I'll be playing Diablo this afternoon to test out the Druid. I'm, I'm playing as a Necromancer with my wife, but if you're interested in early game Druid, I'll be doing that this afternoon. It'll be the second show today. I will not be in a, doing a show with Mike. We'll be, I'll be playing some Diablo with y'all. Drufus with four months, and it's a VIP. After seeing the story come out, I don't want Microsoft to get Activision Blizzard. Uh, if they can't manage the studios they already have, how on earth could they manage the behemoth that is Activision Blizzard? Derek says, this is unfortunate and sad and discouraging, and I'm not an Xbox player. This is bad. Another gifted member coming in from Henry Heck. He says, guys, we can band together one at a time. There's 742 people here. I need less than half of you to gift a single member, and you will blast the the, the, the milestone out of the water. 
Scott says, Microsoft purposely delayed the game and then increased the price to $70. They think they did that without knowing the situation. Scott, that is another reason why you simply cannot absolve Microsoft of blame here. Zenimax, massive blame there. Leadership at Arcane, massive blame there. And then Microsoft walks in the room is like, let's let's raise the price and yeah, we'll let you delay it. What, you didn't go and look? You didn't assess the project? It just doesn't make any sense. Eugene says, if it had been canceled and we knew the backstory and we knew the state of the game, I can't see reasonable people caring it was canceled. It would have been a praised decision, says Eugene. Another five members coming in from Graydon. There you go. You guys can do it. I'm telling you, if you band together, you don't have to do the big bombs, right? Zubair says, says, no, it wouldn't. It would be LOL Microsoft. I mean, Zubair, if I would have read this article and the article went as it went, right? That ZeniMax wanted to make more money, that ZeniMax wanted it to be a multiplayer game and that the studio wasn't sure they could build it and they were like hoping it would get canceled and Microsoft walks in the room and says, yeah, good idea, cancel that piece of trash. I don't think anybody would read that Bloomberg article and be like, yeah, go, Microsoft's stupid. I'd be like, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yo, Raging Snake with another five gifted. Detonator with 21 months and it's a VIP. Time for the monthly VIP flex. Thank you so, so much. Taking us to 22. Already a great start to the day. Yeah, I think people would say, you know, Bug Thesda, Arcane, Zenimax, whatever. We need 17 people to upgrade to VIP and you will force Creature to play Returnal with me today. Which, that reminds me. I should probably install it. Some of you would have cared, but it would have easily been forgotten, just like Deviation's cancelled Sony project. I'll, I'll give you a good example, Zubair. Insomniac Black with 21 months, and it's a VIP. I love the pause between my thoughts and my conclusions. It's a part of that Lono show open magic, too. When I saw you were st- uh, starting much later than normal, I was like, oh, he's getting the bat out. I typically start late on Fridays. We haven't like formally announced that, but I have, an, I have a commitment on Friday morning, so Fridays always start a little bit late. Uh, I had this monologue mostly written last night. But I thank you very much for that, Insomniac Black. Um, here's the thing. when To push back on what Zubair is saying. Just to push back. When the Anthem story broke, and we, we learned what had happened with that game, no one was like, Oh man, EA, it's all EA's fault. Everyone was like, Oh my gosh, we had it wrong. It wasn't EA. Do you see what I'm saying? The, the, the narrative was, all this time, we thought it was EA. Big, big, bad EA. The devil themselves, right? Everybody assumed that it was them. Everybody assumed it was EA. And when we finally got the story, everyone said, oh my gosh, it had nothing to do with EA. It was BioWare's fault. BioWare magic. Everybody laid the blame firmly at the feet of BioWare. And if this story would have broke and gone very differently, I don't think anybody would have been like, yep, good job, Xbox. They'd have been like, oh my gosh. Xbox bought ZeniMax. They assessed the current projects. This project was a disaster, and they killed it. Anybody with a brain would have clapped for that. Now, the mindless drones on on Twitter don't matter. They yell at Xbox for everything. They just don't matter, okay? In general, 
the people that that look and read and commentate and measure would have the conclusion would have been hey look you know i lean sony but uh this was a good decision right five dollar tip from freddy Xbox ineptitude for over 10 years how can you still have hope they're showing you who they are but folks think they are going to change thank you so much Freddy yo good to see you Takashi as I've said Microsoft has no worries regarding bad press neither or for canceling nor releasing a half arsed project or product thank you so much Takashi yeah I mean Eugene said reasonable minds like anybody with a reasonable brain would be like yeah good job Microsoft thank you why would you why would you push out trash right oh lord I'm out y'all have a good day uh see ya uh who cares about the rest Microsoft got to stop failing uh have been since the Xbox One era let let me let me <laughs> let me just take aim at Microsoft I don't you can call me a pony all you want alright We've acknowledged that ZeniMax made a terrible decision. We've acknowledged that Arcane leadership was inept and probably should go. Get them out of there. They don't know what they're doing, okay? You're you're doing that corporate thing. You're doing that corporate thing. You don't belong in the creative world. If you can't stand up for your devs and say, hey, this isn't going to work. We need more people. This isn't in our wheelhouse. If you can't do that, if you can't be an advocate for your company and for your devs, then you don't deserve the leadership position that you're in, okay? But when I look at Microsoft, it's like, okay, let's track with the logic here. Let's track with Microsoft's logic. We need to start buying companies so that we have property to bring to the market. We need to bring property to the market. We have a first party deficit right now. So they buy ZeniMax Bethesda. Thank you, Mick, for upgrading the VIP. There we go. There's one. That's their goal. Don't you think that if that's your goal, when you buy ZeniMax, you're going to do some strict assessment of what are you bringing to the market? Because we need to turn this thing around. Our lineup for the Series X isn't very strong right now. Halo looks bad and has gotten bumped. The sicky and shortages and working from home, it's done, it's 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 done a muck. It's run a muck at our company and other companies. In light of everything that happened in 2020 and 2021, you don't think that you need to assess these projects. Of all of the times to be hands-off. That's not the time to be hands-off. Projects are getting delayed. Companies are struggling. Things aren't good. So the assumption that you guys are good over there? You good? Okay. Well, keep being autonomous and doing your thing. No! You just bought them. Why wouldn't you go look at what's going on? Why did you buy ZeniMax? Did you buy them to rebuild them or buy them to produce quality product for you? Uh, as they say they have been doing. Right, but again, in that era of time, Zubair, you couldn't assume anybody was having a good time. You couldn't assume anybody was building a good product. It was bad everywhere. It was bad everywhere. So, primary blame goes to ZeniMax and Arcane, but you can't just shrug and be like, not Microsoft's fault. They bought the product. And they didn't check on it? Imagine in that time frame. 
I want you to imagine that it's 2021 and you're trying to bolster your inventory. And at that time, there's a lot of problems with bad produce, rotted produce. You know, farmers are having a hard time getting things to the market. And you broker some big deal and you buy a bunch of farms. Aren't you going to go check on them? Or are you just going to be like, nah, you guys, you guys are known for being great. You just keep on going. What do you mean? At that point in time, the market's struggling. Game companies are struggling, and you're just like, yeah, it's fine. As Microsoft, how do you not know they've lost 70% of their staff after having trouble hiring, and the devs themselves are hating the game they're making? Yeah, like, if you're that hands-off, you do not get a pass. You don't. Not after what happened with Halo Infinite. That's an LOL Microsoft moment. Right, like, so by the end of the project, they've lost 70% of their staff. At what point did Microsoft say something's not right over there? And again, it's not about bashing Microsoft. It's about going forward. What What's the plan here, Microsoft? What's the plan here? You have more studios in PlayStation... Do you have any kind of an oversight committee or group or do you have a company? Do you have a bungee? Sony has less studios than you and they have a bungee. They literally bought bungee because they wanted muscle. They wanted to send somebody in the room to assess the project and see if it was ready to go or not. Do you have a bungee? Get yourself a bungee. Get get id software, right? Get id software. Get id software. The guys who make Doom form Form some kind of a, 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 a an inquiry committee with them and send them to these companies. Be like, what are you doing? What are you building? What do you need? What's the vision? What's your ETA to deliverable? If you're not doing that, then what are you doing? Why are you bothering to buy companies? What if Microsoft was being fed bad info from ZeniMax management? Would that change the interpretation? No, because that already happened with 343. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's that simple. That's exactly what happened with 343. 343 leadership is is blowing smoke up the up the stack. Oh, it's great. Everything's going great. <laughs> and Microsoft's like, awesome. And then they bring some trailer to market and it gets ripped. And people are like, what's going on over there? According to reports... In early 2019, they were in crisis mode. So, a studio... <laughs> your own studio is in crisis mode, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a dad wearing a blindfold, and all you know how to do is write checks. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? After what happened with Bungie, I don't know why you wouldn't say... We need to have procedures in place that actually assess the project itself. I don't want to hear from leadership. I don't. Their own internal Microsoft's own internal review process showed them the showed the game doing better by double digits than it scored and that was when it was in the 60s. They had Redfall landing in the 70s. That's their assessment process right now. That's how good it is. They thought Redfall was going to land in the 70s. It's in the 50s. Deservedly so. Should probably be in the 40s. The only reason it's holding on in the 50s is because you got like 8.5s from Xbox era in the mix. 
Joker Quinn with a $5 Super Chat tip. It seems Microsoft's more quantity over quality. Sony has better quality control and runs a tighter ship. Microsoft should take notes. Five gifted members from JW. He believes. He believes in the dream of the beard shave. You can do it. If you guys just got a gifted membership, don't forget to tune in tonight. My wife and I will be playing some Diablo Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's a great way to end the week. Crack some drinks, have some laughs. You guys are at 3744. You need 250 members to shave the beard. You guys had 360-something yesterday. 16 of you can upgrade to VIP and make poor creature play Returnal with me. Why are games made from the software company so bad in comparison to the hardware company? Microsoft, Xbox, stop with the L's starting next week. This isn't even a Microsoft versus Sony convo. I only reference Sony to say, Sony wants to step out into live service. And what do they say? We need an assessment. We need rigorous assessment for that. Why? Why? What's everybody say about Sony? Oh, all their games are the same. Single player movie games. Okay, fine. I'll grant you that completely intellectually bankrupt point. That's all they're good at. Okay, well... They assess their skill set as a company and they say, this is not our wheelhouse. We need somebody to come in and help us assess these projects. Hey, Microsoft, I don't know if you realize this or not, but video games aren't your wheelhouse. You're real bad at this. So you've got people that are good at this, like id Software. Okay, you've got somebody that's good at this. Have them formulate an assessment process oversight and then guess what you could soar as a gaming company track with me here Microsoft has tons of money they have more studios than Sony they have tons of great property under their umbrella if they had an assessment oversight process we'd be having a different conversation right now because Redfall wouldn't have launched and we'd have we'd have a lot of confidence. We'd have a ton of confidence on the horizon. We'd be like, "Oh yeah, here here comes here comes the goods." They the, the, my, Microsoft doesn't ship crap. No, they don't ship crap. Id Software is the muscle. Id Software walks in. They check on these projects. Interesting how the article shifted the narrative from Microsoft incompetent to Microsoft hands off. Those two things are not equally bad in this case. They're not equally bad, but they're 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 two sides to the same coin. <laughs> they're two sides of the same coin. Ink Sanity with 21 months. Much love to you and your family, sir. I may not always be around during the live shows, but I never miss a show. Thank you so much, Ink Sanity. I appreciate you so so much. In software makes live services. Okay, that's not what I meant, Chris. I wasn't saying get in software for live service. I was giving the example of like Sony knew, hey, we're going to do something out of our wheelhouse. Let's get somebody that's good at it. And I drew a parallel to Microsoft is not good at making games. They're real bad at it. Microsoft corporate is software operating system and and Microsoft Office. They're not good at video games. So what should they do? Tap somebody on the shoulder who is good at making video games and have them assess your projects. Like id software is better at gaming and making games than microsoft is so hey id software go out here and assess these projects now 
that doesn't mean that id can can um consult on live service that's not what i was indicating what i was indicating is id software could go to a project early middle and late development and give you an assessment of this thing is ready to go or they don't have good vision transfer we've got a problem over here you you, you don't have that right now how many times is microsoft going to get caught with with their pants with, with their pants down like here we are again, Microsoft completely clueless about the game they're shipping. Halo Infinite, they put out the trailer, it's so bad, they're like, we gotta delay the game. How did you not know that? It's literally your baby. Imagine Sony walking out a trailer for God of War, or Horizon, or The Last of Us, and it's so bad that they delay it. We're like, oops, yeah, we had no idea what Naughty Dog was doing. <laughs> Sorry. And here we are again. Another game comes to market and we're supposed to go, yuck. (laughs) Oh, silly Microsoft. Got that blindfold on again. Where's your oversight? You can't just keep shrugging your shoulders and saying, well, it's not on Microsoft. At what point is it on Microsoft? At what point do you ask that question? Like, when are you going to blame them? When is it their fault? Are they just going to keep cranking out games, shrugging their shoulders and going, "Hey man, I just write the checks." It's uh, the, the we're we're we let the devs be autonomous. What? Definitely going to be worried about games coming from Texas developers if Arcane Austin is indicative. <laughs> You guys need something to be about since PlayStation's getting bad press? No, not really. I, I've had no, I've had no shortage of of, uh, of great things to cover. I don't know if you're paying attention. Yo, Ink Sanity coming in with a VIP. We covered Diablo. We covered Summer Game Fest. We covered Last of Us Two Factions getting canceled. Uh, we debated the showcase. We covered the showcase. We covered Final Fantasy. Uh, we covered Spider-Man. We covered Starfield. We covered Zelda. We covered Lords of the Fallen. We covered uh, New World and that Lord of the Rings MMO. We've covered a whole host of things. Like I, I, again, I know you, you come from your terminal addiction to Twitter and you think, well, that's all this guy does is bash on Xbox. I've, you're just believing lies told by, by, by grifters and inferior products, my friend. We cover all kinds of gaming news here. I had people that wanted me to cover this yesterday when it broke. I had a Summer Game Fest stream scheduled, and we did that instead. We covered all of our predictions on what we're going to see next week at Summer Game Fest. You can get great variety gaming news coverage here if you would just take off the tribalistic glasses and hang out and become friends with people. You're you're spitting in the face of a very welcoming and awesome and, as you can see, very generous community. Ink Sanity gifting a membership. Like... You're, you're, you're coming into a room of people that just like games and like to talk games. You just want to spit in everybody's eye. Like, that's, a, that's, a, that's a personal problem. That's a you problem. Factions got canceled. I mean, that's what... My, we, we're not sure. It seems like it's on its way to getting canceled. Yes, it does. There's a slim chance that that game comes to market. If it comes to market, it's going to be a small team basically kind of rebuilding and restructuring alongside with Bungie. Don't speak for me. I'm full of hatred. (laughs) Biggest irony is we all care more about Xbox than these Twitter people. 
I think that is probably the, the biggest irony that's lost on the fanboys. You don't care about Xbox. You just attach something to your identity and you cheer for it because you're insecure. I care about the brand because I hold them to standards and ask for better. I covered Halo Infinite for a month. Why? Because I thought it was going to usher in the arena shooter again. I thought it was going to be excellent. I've, I've, I've got more coverage, more history, and more games with Xbox. Like, I hold them to a standard and you don't because I care about what I get, right? I don't attach a plastic box to my identity. Yo, Joker coming in, taking us to 29 on the day. It's why I was able to talk about the t- what I thought was a pretty terrible showcase from PlayStation because... I, I, it's not in, it's not integrated into my identity. I I, I, I shredded their uh, their Last of Us PC port as well. It's not hard to do when you hold companies to high standards. You get to swing the bat at everybody if the if the if the if they stick their jaw out. <laughs> you always have an amazing shirt and amazing hair never change. This one is from Into the AM. If you like more graphically driven shirts, more like streetwear, more more like graphic tees, not like culture pop culture tees be sure to head over to into the am.com slash lono or use code lono 10% off with my code on top of a big sale they're already doing they're doing it from like june 1st to the 5th some items are like 40% off (laughs) if i love cars and i only drive bmw i still want dodge making obscene muscle cars because i love muscle cars sounds like entitlement to me what sounds like entitlement <clears throat> I care about Xbox because it's American. I mean, I don't really get into geocentric business philosophy. I, I think the world is so much smaller than that. The world's so much smaller than that. Globalization and technology have shrunk the world way, way down. I don't buy into that. I mean, that's great if you do. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't share that mentality. The reality is likely that despite this happening again and again, it's the studio who pay the price with closure, with boardroom dum-dums keeping their job and continue to do bad management. That's why I said in my in my show open, I said, listen to me, this is a corporate level problem. You have people right now that used to do this and it worked. It worked. They would hold out hope for Bioware magic or arcane magic and if it didn't work you just ship it anyway and they probably would make a ton of money the world has changed you can't get away with that the market's not bearing it the market's turning around and biting you right on the rear end so these corporate level decision makers you know what the truth of the matter is they are aging out of the industry And I'm not being ageist. I'm literally meaning like your way of thinking is it's time to retire it. You got to put that out to pasture. You've got to adapt to the new era of gaming, which is waterfall development, longer projects, larger scopes. You can't be marketing these things way in advance. You can't just shove it out if it's not ready. You can't have that disconnect from your teams. ZeniMax clearly did a terrible job assessing both the bandwidth capabilities and the skill sets of Arcane Austin. You're bad at your job if you can't do that. Yeah, just don't look at all the outsourcing those American companies are doing. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Do you worry in a few years COD will be a shell of the game that it is now under Microsoft? I mean, I don't know. Call of Duty's doing a bang-up job hurting itself already. What's your inspiration behind the shirt design? I didn't design it. They sent it to me. In this analogy, the advanced radar systems would be character models with normal-sized hands. (laughs) I never cared uh, about the country of origin. Whoever makes the best products gets my vote. Yeah, when the economy becomes global, support what's excellent. That's what drives that drives innovation, that drives excellence. Uh, bro, if you read the article, he was. If he read the article, he was. What is Sam saying? No, we can't. Being critical of Microsoft doesn't mean taking snipes at them. Taking snipes at them? Homie, I don't take snipes. I I swing a bat. I get right up in your face. <laughs> I don't sit back and take snipes, homie. I grab a bat. And mine's not named Lucille, but I swing it at everybody. I don't care who it is. I'm not taking snipes. I did read it, and the truth is the truth. Jason's critical of everyone. Microsoft, Sony, ETC. His article wasn't even critical. He stated what happened. It was... It was surprisingly (laughs) given the source (laughs) it was surprisingly just reporting it was like here's everything that happened there were there there are over a dozen people that talked to me and uh, here's what happened I didn't feel like he I didn't feel like he took snipes at them he was just like here it is here's everything that went down according to the over 12 you know the, the, the dozen plus people that spoke with me Lono said, I'm a melee build, bro. Yeah, I do knuckles to jaw. I'm up in your I'm up in your face. Like I'm not back, you know, I don't pull my punches. I don't sit back. I get down in the trenches and duke it out with you, anybody. I don't care. It makes for fun. It makes for a fun conversation. As long as people hit above the belt. Jason reported on Naughty Dog not too long ago. Yeah. I don't Here's what happens. I'll tell you what happens. Could you guys give me 300 likes on the video? We have more than enough people for 300 likes. And keep this member count going, man. Keep the member count going. You guys are real close to the VIP goal and the beard shape goal. Let me tell you what happens. Because it happens to me. Okay? It happens to me. I criticize Sony. I criticize Naughty Dog. I criticize any dev that I feel steps out of line. I've been hard on CD Projekt Red for Cyberpunk. That's not a platform. That's just a company, right? I swing at whoever I deem fitting of it. But what happens is, is both swings are interpreted by the person viewing it, or in this case, reading like Jason's article. So... He takes swings at anybody. Doesn't matter who it is. I mean, he takes swings at Activision, Bobby Kodak, he, you know, Naughty Dog, whoever he's reporting on. Anthem and Bioware, right? When he took swings at Anthem and Bioware, I wouldn't even call it swings. He just reported on what happened, right? He got a bunch of people to speak to him anonymously, and he writes this big thing on Anthem, okay? But what happens is, is you read the article that makes your piece of plastic look bad, and then you, you take it personal, so you respond with emotion, Do you see? When you respond with emotion, something pricked a personal part of you. That's a flaw in you. 
that's a character flaw in you. That that's that's not his article being bad. He, that's not him taking snipes. That's not him being a pony. That's not him being an Xbox hater. And the same goes for me or anybody who decides to cover something. It's like, listen, this is what happened. Here's what I think. Activision deal, right? What happened with Redfall? I give you what happened. I give you what I think. And if that if that provokes a, a personal part of you and you respond emotionally, that's your own character flaw. That has nothing to do with me. We're in a weird place if reporting facts has become taking swings. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, who cares if it's the truth? Who cares? If it's the truth, why get so personal about it? Why? If it's the truth... If this is what happened, if 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 over if if over a dozen people go to a reporter anonymously and they're like, "Here's what happened. Zenimax wanted us to do this. We didn't think we could do it. Not only that, we didn't have enough staff to do it. And then there was bad vision transfer. You know, Arcane Austin leadership was was kept shifting the goals of like what we were trying to build. And then we lose seventy percent of the staff." And then Microsoft buys us, and we think, here they come. They're going to save the day. They're going to cancel this thing. They're going to reboot it. And Microsoft goes, how is everybody? Don't make it for PlayStation, and see you later. We'll see you at the showcase. And the devs are sitting there going, huh, what? Why won't you come and look at what we're doing? It's bad. It's, it's bad. So blame all along the way. There's no reason to interpret this as like, oh, it's a bashing session or cheap shots or swipes or snipes or whatever the frick. Like, no, it's just, this is what happened. And like I said, at the beginning of the monologue, I said, I'm not going to sit here and bash on Redfall. I've barely mentioned how bad Redfall was. I've barely mentioned it because it's number 1 it's too easy okay i can also beat my children at dodgeball it doesn't sh- it doesn't show my 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 physical ability or my agility okay <laughs> that doesn't prove anything right bashing on redfall doesn't prove anything all i've done is try to say this is what happened what's microsoft going to do going forward how many more projects right now have they been hands off with at what point will the Xbox consumer base turn around and say, listen, this whole shrug shoulder, we didn't know, we were hands off. You can only say that so many times before somebody's getting slapped because that seems awfully stupid to keep doing. You did it with Halo. Now you did it with Redfall. Okay, here's here's silver lining. Let me give you some silver lining. As discouraging as the Phil Spencer interview was for some people, he did indicate that they did a better job with Starfield getting involved early on and swarming the place with people to help. So the hope would be... The hope would be, going forward, Phil Spencer has said, as he said in that interview, we need to do a better job getting involved. Now, he was talking about companies they acquire... I think you need to say, listen, we need to be more involved with everything that we have, every company underneath our umbrella, not just the ones that we buy, because 
343, you didn't buy them. Where was the oversight? So when he said that, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, going forward, hopefully you have great oversight. We've got more whispers and rumors now that Fable's in trouble from Jeff Grubb. Like, okay, <laughs> here we go again. Oh, wow, isn't the pattern, Ollie, isn't the pattern similar? <laughs> Hey playground. <laughs> hey play. <laughs> hey playground. Do you guys want to make an RPG? <laughs> and their hands are on a steering wheel. They're like, "Huh? We make car games. What? Come on, you guys can make an RPG, can't you? That engine's awesome. I, I, I can we make an RPG? I don't know. Could this engine work for an open world RPG? I don't know. It sounds. It's gonna be another Redfall. <laughs> it's gonna be another Redfall. The devs are like, well, I don't want to make an open world RPG. I like making car games. <laughs> Yo, Rice Eater with a $2 Super Chat tip. Sounds like Scalebound without the cancellation. That's true. They canceled Scalebound. How bad must have that have been? <laughs> oh, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. RPG? So you can level up your camber? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I remember what that is. Isn't that how much the car leans when it turns? Is that the camber? Eugene says, Zubair, Starfield is my canary. If they can't get it right, I'll consider that platform this gen. Oh, if they can get it right, I'll consider this plat- the platform this gen. If they don't, I'm not touching it. Give Playground a chance. I have faith in them. Listen, Tiny Toot. Listen to me. Do you know how many people for two weeks straight I had to hear Arcane don't miss Arcane don't miss Lono I'm like breaking down the Redfall gameplay I'm like something is wrong here this game looks bad it's slow it's plotting the AI looks incredibly stupid it doesn't look like a good game to me Oh, you'd be in a hater. You're being a hater, Sony Pony. Arcane, don't miss. And here we sit. Where are all those people, by the way? Where are, where are the Arcane, don't miss people? Where are the people who said this was a good game? Where are they? Oh, that's right. They run podcasts defending Xbox. Sorry. But the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, it's like, what do you mean? Wait, Arcane don't miss? Yeah, Playground Games. Yeah, Playground Games. They know what they're doing. Do they? Do they? They they make Forza. What are you talking about? Have they ever made an open world RPG? Goodness gracious. Arcane just went from single player to multiplayer. And they're like, they just locked up. The Scalebound dev was literally siphoning funds for Scalebound to other games. Nothing like Redfall at all, other than Microsoft lacking oversight. Severin Evans with a $2 tip says, still on Redfall? Slow week, huh? No, maybe check my uh, my past broadcasts, you know? Maybe check my past broadcasts. Maybe check my analytics. Check my social blade. Take your $2 and shine it up real nice, and then you know what to do with it. These new Arcane fans are so obnoxious because it's now owned by Xbox. They know it's top shelf dev. Well, listen... Arcane does have a good history of making good games. Like, they do. 
they have a good history of making games. What are you talking about? Like, Prey was a great game. Now, the truth came out about Prey in this article. Prey wasn't commercially successful. It wasn't. Don't forget to spit on it. You're spitting in the wind if you try to act like it's been a slow week. I don't know if you realize this or not. You know, terminally living on Twitter is a disease, right? You have you have a terminal illness. I, Diablo was is this week. We covered Diablo. Do, do, are you familiar with this tiny little title? Uh, slow week, huh? Yeah, real slow week. One of the top three games releasing this year. We got to cover it, and I'm going to play it today slow week you're the one that's slow five gifted members from skiffy skiffles taking us to the next step towards 50 34 34 out of 50 <clears throat> pray was just okay did nothing groundbreaking well what do you mean pray okay okay nothing gro- nothing groundbreaking I wasn't saying that it did anything groundbreaking. I was just saying Arcane does have a history of making good games. I wasn't, I'm not trying to bash Arcane. What I'm saying is you can't look at a game and say, it'll be just fine. That dev's great. But what do you mean? Arcane don't miss. I looked at the gameplay and I was like, bruh. Yeah, Street Fighter and Diablo came out this week. Yeah, it's just such a slow week, guys. $5 from Severin Evans. We know it's a fail. We heard it the first time. Past that, it's not interesting. I also don't have any social media. Also, personal attacks, meh. Personal attacks. As you insinuate that I'm covering this because it's been a slow week. Your lack of self-awareness is about as cheap as your tips. Putting a uh, playground on something as established as Fable is like putting Sucker Punch on Call of Duty. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Playground can't make an open-world RPG, right? I'm not saying they can't. What I'm saying is, if you're going to ask a developer to do something outside of their wheelhouse, you would want good oversight. So if we look at ZeniMax, ZeniMax goes to Arcane Austin, and they're like, hey, man... Uh, can you make a multiplayer game? Uh, live service? And Arcane's like, no, not really. But they apparently don't communicate that. They, they don't, they don't, they don't communicate that. Like, why wouldn't you communicate that back to Z- Zenimax? Hey, well, we make single player games. And secondly... Single-player games don't require as much staff. Like, yeah, we made Prey, but we have about 100 people here. We have less than 100. They had less than 100 staff. So if if you're looking at Playground Games, you're like, oh, man, Playground Games, they, they make great games. They make great games. I know it's not just the Forza team, Paul. That's totally fine. The point is you're taking an engine into an area it's never gone before, and you're taking a team and leadership and people who knows who's all involved i'm not sitting here trying to assess the entire project i'm just saying that's grounds for oversight is all i'm saying i'm not saying that fable is going to be a disaster we're hearing that it's encountering problems did i not thank the five gifteds no i thanked the five gifteds didn't i 
Yes, I did. Thank you, Skippy Skipples. The article said Arcane Studios. I'm not sure what you mean. Arcane Studio Heads wanted to make a mainstream popular game. <laughs> it was bu- it was a combination. It was a combination though. Gifted from Joker. So Zenimax was encouraging the Mediocre reception, the project suffered from unclear, a spokesperson, frequent attrition. Zenimax was pushing for studios to develop games that could generate revenue beyond initial sales. That was Zenimax. You've got it wrong. Read the article in order. Joker Quinn gifted a member. He puts his 15 away from the 50. Zenimax was looking to sell itself. Behind the scenes, the company was encouraging its studios to develop games that could generate revenue beyond the initial sales. Popular trend dubbed games as service. That's coming from Zenimax. They strongly urge developers that recurring opportunities within games for players to spend money outfitting their characters. Several Zenimax franchises like Fallout, Doom, and Wolfenstein would soon release incorporating multiplayer and monetization. It was from Zenimax. What are you talking about? Zenimax wasn't just encouraging microtransactions. They wanted games that could go like ongoing multiplayer games, live service games. Like, do you see what I'm saying? It, it's a both and. You can't be like, oh, it was arcane. It was arcane. No. Z- from the top, Zenimax is like, we want ongoing games, multiplayer games, games that you can put micros into. Now, now the devs might have thought, oh yeah, or the dev leaders might have thought like, oh yeah, after, after, uh, wh- where is it? Where's Prey? At Arcane Headquarters, following the commercially unsuccessful release of sci-fi shooter Prey a year earlier, leadership across the company wanted to make something more broadly appealing. Okay, you take that, you put that in a bottle with Zenimax, and out spits a, the idea came to make a multiplayer game in which users would team up with battle and vampires and blah, blah, blah. So, it's a combination. Like, you've got Zenimax pushing, we want ongoing games, we want multiplayer games, and you got leaders at Arcane saying, we need something that's more broadly appealing. It was, they were both involved. I'm not disagreeing. I'm pointing out why Arcane didn't push back. No, 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 no. I wasn't talking about leadership, Chris. I was saying the developers clearly pushed back. Whether the sort of gameplay that the studio specialized in would be technically possible in a multiplayer environment was an open question. They were like, we don't even know if we can make this kind of game. Staff members said over time they grew frustrated with the management's shifting of references and the tension between single player and multiplayer remained unresolved. So there was clearly a tension between the desires to build a single player game and to build a multiplayer game. So sure, the leaders, and this is not, you're not saying anything I didn't already say. Like, I said all of this in the show open. Arcane leadership fundamentally failed to communicate to Zenimax, we can't make that kind of game. Number one, our staff is torn on whether or not we can do it. Number two, we don't have the bandwidth to do a multiplayer game. We have the bandwidth to do a single player game. 
They push back before the buyout? No, it sounds like the developers push back in the beginning. How can you say a tension between single player and multiplayer remain unresolved? From moment one, it was in doubt. They were like, I don't know. This doesn't sound like something we can do. And they were woefully understaffed. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's, you're never going to find a single scapegoat. I was merely stating that as far as we can tell, the devs made it known from moment one, they were doubtful, skeptical, or maybe even against doing this. None of that gets communicated back up the pipeline. Now, that could have been department heads not telling Arcane leadership. That could have been Arcane leadership not telling Zenimax. I don't know where communication broke down. But this is exactly why Microsoft should have walked in the room and been like, we want to know what you're doing. What's the goal? What's the status? Like, let us see this thing. Microsoft doesn't have an oversight procedure as far as we can tell. What do you mean? What? They didn't have one with Halo Infinite. They trotted out a trailer and it was so bad they had to delay the game. How do you do that? How are you that disconnected from your developers? How? They trotted this game out, Redfall, in 2021. Where is it? Uh, Hands-off approach. During the 2021 press conference, Xbox positioned this game as one of the company's big upcoming releases. It was revealed as the event's show-stopping finale. You do it again. You do it again. You walk out and let a game show at main stage and you don't have a freaking clue what's going on with the game. I don't know how you don't look at Microsoft and say, look, man, y'all don't seem to understand what's required of you. You're not just supposed to write fat checks and walk Phil Spencer out on a nice stage. Common Denominator's live service seems to fail. Call it my show open. I knew somebody would say that. That's not true. Thank you for the $14 super chat or whatever that is. I, I call that my show open. That is a failure to assess this situation. It has nothing to do with live service equals fail. That's not why this failed. Like I literally said in my show open, I said, people are going to look at this and say, yep, told you it live service. Live service is the devil. It ruins games. And that's not what happened here. Lona, you believe that they were trying to do Fallout 76 update in terms of story? It sounds like the game has no identity. I mean, from moment one, it wasn't that it had no identity. It was that it had no vision. It couldn't even see. If you can't... If you can't appropriately tell people the game that they're building, you can't accurately tell the people like what the game that they're building. You, it's not even about it not having an identity. No one can even see. The game's in the dark. Your devs are in the dark. They don't know what game they're building. Seventy-six. I think Fallout seventy-six had a bit of a bounce back, but I don't think it's in any. I don't think it's some exceptional game at this point. Didn't it mention, though, that they lost people because they didn't want to make a multiplayer game? Yes, but that's not... If 
reading that, you can't draw the conclusion that live service is bad. It's all live service's fault. You had people that were accustomed to doing one thing. When they were asked to do something else, they questioned whether or not it was a good idea, whether or not it was possible. They quickly learned they were woefully understaffed. And as the project progressed, they're like, I don't really even want to make a multiplayer game anyway. And they left. If you hear that telling of the event and your conclusion is, yeah, live service is the problem. Multiplayer games are the problem. That's not at all what the problem was. If you're known for making really, really good pizza and I come to your baking staff and I say, I want you guys to make pizza. I also want you to make donuts. And you're like, we're not really equipped to make donuts. The ovens are too hot. We don't have the tools for it, right? And after a couple of weeks, a bunch of people quit because you're having a hard time making the donuts. You wouldn't say, yep, see, donuts. Why bother trying to make donuts, man? Donuts are terrible. That would be a bad conclusion. It's a non sequitur. There's no logical connection. It does not logically follow that the problem is the donuts. It's not the donuts. The problem is the people weren't accustomed to making them, so they're like, I'm out of here. This isn't working. It's a catalyst for problems. It's not the problem. It's like the it's like the fracture point. We're going to make a multiplayer game. Yep, multiplayer games are terrible. We're going to make a live service game. Yep, live service games are terrible. That's not a good assessment of what happened. The assessment would be a publisher looked at a smaller studio and asked them to do something that was A, out of their wheelhouse, and B, they were not equipped with the bandwidth to do it. That's on ZeniMax for terrible skill assessment and bandwidth assessment. There's a donut hole inside this donut hole. The inevitability of truth. The game is... <laughs> what? No, what's he say? I suspect foul play. The ovens are too hot. Would have been the first clue since donuts are fried in oil. Wait, you, you, you know what I'm saying? It's if it's too simplistic of a diagnosis to be like, yeah, man, live service games. Live service games are terrible. Multiplayer games are terrible. Zenimax did Arcane what EA did to Bioware. The failure in both cases was live service. That's not true if you go read the autopsy on anthem and you're gonna say it was ea's fault it's live services fault your reading comprehension is below a third grade reading level you you have failed to read and understand what happened anthem did not fail because of ea anthem did not fail because they tried to do live service anthem failed because they tried to build a game in 15 months because pre-production decision making leadership vision casting was a disaster it was a disaster they didn't know what game they were building they changed the name they changed the genre they built that game in 15 months oh yeah it was ea's fault yeah made them build a live service game that's not at all what the article indicated Fast forward to today. We have another autopsy. We're trying to figure out cause of death. And you're like, yep, live service. Knew it. Hold on there, country bumpkin sheriff. 
let Sherlock Holmes do his work. Not because it was live service. Not because they tried to build a multiplayer game. That's circumstantial. It's not, a, it's not a causality. It's a correlating fact to what happened. Destiny 1 was built in 8 months. I don't... That's not true. That's not true. Destiny was virtually built and ready to go. It was chopped up, split apart into many pieces over the course of about 14 months and then delivered as it arrived after a one year delay Joseph State and Supercut was rejected and they chopped the game up the game was not built in 8 months You keep using big words like fact and truth. Unrealistic expectations for people unable to look these things up so quickly. I'll I'll, I'll grant you this point. Those of you that are against live service, I'm going to help you make a better argument. I'm going to argue for you. Okay? They scrapped everything? False. Go read the assessment of what happened. They didn't scrap everything in Destiny. That's simply untrue. They broke the game apart. They broke the teams apart and tried to put the game into a semblance of a a launchable, minimum viable product. They did not scrap everything. That is demonstrably false because if you look at the timeline of what was delivered, what was already in production, what came to market, what we had already seen, both with planet's design as well as weapon design as well as the characters, they did not scrap everything. That is grossly overstated. I'm going to make a better argument for you. Live service is incredibly difficult to pull off. Sony's well aware of this. If Naughty Dog can't pull it off, then we're all in we're all in for a rough ride as we wait for live service games to come to market. It is a very challenging type of game to build. Your approach, like if you're anti-live service, this should be your approach to the argument. Live service is so incredibly hard to do. It requires an increase of bandwidth, budget, and development time. It's also incredibly risky because the only way live service works is you need an engaged player base from moment one and they gotta stick around or you're done. Incredibly difficult to jump through that ring of fire. Therefore, Studios and publishers are better off spending their money on smaller projects or single-player projects that you know will recoup cost. That's a better argument against live service. You can't just call live service the devil and like every single time a game fails, being like, yep, live service is fault. See? See? Another failed live service game told you live service games are terrible. It's like... You're not not comprehending. You're not reading and comprehending what happened. Like, if you read Schreier's article on Redfall and your conclusion is, yep, I knew it. I knew live service was bad. You literally read two paragraphs and stopped reading. You just stopped reading. You're like, yeah, I'm not, I don't need, I don't need to read any further. I don't need any other nuance or causalities or I don't need any other, like, you know, progressive things that sort of emerged from all these really, really bad decisions. I'm just going to blame live service. 
This doesn't correlate to how hard live service games are to make or anything, but aren't they cheaper to make? According to Schreier's article, they require much larger staff. So I actually don't think they're cheaper to make. I think we believe that because we look at the games and think, oh, it's such a thin offering. This is cheap trash that they're trying to stretch out over years. Yeah, don't eat all those other words. Don't know why they bothered. It has become apparent that the live service aspect of a game is the one bringing the game down. No, that is that is false. That is not what the article said. I painfully went through 29 pages of a monologue slowly tracking the trajectory of this project. Live service was not what brought the game down. What brought the game down was the developers didn't think they could, seemingly didn't want to make it, and didn't have adequate staff to build it. If I ask you to build a skyscraper, and I give you the construction crew size that can build a backyard shed, you can't say, yep, the problem was the skyscraper. No, the problem was the crew attempting to build the skyscraper. There's not enough of them. They don't know how. That's the problem. I'm not talking about the article. I'm talking about the other games. Well, I don't know what other games you're referring to. Each and every game that fails, you have to look at them in their context. You have to look at the individual things. It's so complicated. There's usually like multiple. There's usually multiple threads of causality. There's usually multiple threads. There's never some... Seriously, in these situations, they're so complex, there's never one single scapegoat. Oh, it's live service. Oh, it was Dave. No, there's usually a bunch of things that lead to this. That's why we can't be like, yep, it's Microsoft's fault. That's why people are like, yep, it's all our, it's Arcane. It's Arcane two weeks before. Arcane don't miss. Arcane don't miss. And then the two weeks go by. Yep, it's all on Arcane. This isn't Microsoft's fault. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of contributing factors to what happened here. Talking about Gollum, Xbox fanboys have a pretty similar behavior toward Microsoft Xbox. I'm not sure what you're saying. Live service is like playing roulette. It takes a bit of luck and a good plan once you're lucky enough for it to hit. Naughty Dog Live Service was never going to succeed. Seems like there was a lack of developers to maintain game long term. No, I don't think that's been stated anywhere. Nobody stated it was a lack of developers. Bungie questioned the long term engagement. They didn't question, oh, you don't have enough developers. Bungie said, this doesn't seem like a game that people will engage with long term. It's not surprising at all. It was a really surprisingly hit game mode in the first game. That's a long time ago. You build a 10 out of 10 version of that today? Oh, okay. That doesn't mean people are going to engage with it long term. The context is ZeniMax wanted live service from Arcane. Management told them to make a game. The context which is missing is per the buyout, were games in development being released part of the deal? 
Oh, I don't know, Andrew Bird. I don't know. I don't know if they said that. That doesn't seem like anything I've read. I'd have to fact check that. I don't know if per the merger, oh yeah, these projects had to come out. That, that, that seems incredibly foolish. You buy some company. Yeah, yeah, per the merger, all these projects got to come out. And they're like, ha ha. Bunch of these products are in terrible state. You just inherited a bunch of nightmares. Faction says every opportunity to succeed as a live service if built well. I think it can, but you're going to have to bake. You're going to have to bake Bungie live service influence and insight into the crust. You're going to have to. Gotham Knights is a good example of a bad game trying to attempt to be a live service. Well, it wasn't a live service though. What are you talking about? What was live service about Gotham Knights? I think Microsoft knew and didn't care. No, 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 you can't conclude that Microsoft knew and didn't care. Now, maybe you could conclude that George, George McDaniel, maybe you can conclude that near the end of the project, but according to the people that worked on it, Microsoft was completely hands off. You don't get to lay that at their feet. Oh, I think they knew and they didn't care. More than a dozen people that worked on the project didn't say that. They said Microsoft was hands off. They were like, Microsoft's going to save us. They're going to cancel the project or maybe reboot it. And Microsoft walks in and says, how is everybody? Good? Good? You guys like all those hats? Huh? Do we need any more mouse pads? Huh? Steve, do you need one? Okay, great. Great. We love having you on board with Team Microsoft. Stop making the game for PS5. We'll see you at the company picnic. Peace. And they walked out. That's it. That's it. That's what Microsoft did. They just walked in. They canceled the PS5. All right. We outie. See you guys later. Get the company picnic. And Arcane sitting there saying, oh my gosh, we were hoping they were going to cancel this bar, this, this freaking barn fire. This game's on fire. Whose job was it to pull the plug? Well, I would say Microsoft's. You're, you now own and fund the company, so I would say it's on. it falls onto them. Or... It really falls on ZeniMax, but Microsoft would have been like, you need to cancel that project. Our oversight committee came in, assessed the quality of the project. This thing's a disaster. Your team doesn't even want to build it. What individual in these companies? I don't I don't know the title of the person that would do it, Zubair. I'm just explaining the logistics of what, what I think should happen. I think you need an oversight process that assesses the quality of the project. Don't just talk to leadership. It is more clear than ever that you can't just talk to leadership at these dev companies. You gotta go to the actual devs themselves. Alright, everybody sit down. How's it going? <laughs> what kind of game would you say you're trying to build? In a few sentences, type that in on your computers. What's the vision for this game? Leadership's cast a vision, right? That's their job. Vision casting. Good vision transfer should mean that you know the kind of game that you're building. In a few sentences, put that in the first box. Great. Second box. How do you feel about the project? Is it going well on a scale of 1 to 10? How confident are you in this project's ability to come to market? Spits out a report. You know, you do that for a day. Spits out a report. They're using a dot matrix printer. They rip it off. This is a disaster. (laughs) This is a disaster. (laughs) 
$2 from Twisted Sin. Not company picnic rooftop party. That's right. That's all you gotta do. One guy could do that. One guy. You just send him in. You put all the devs in a room. Break room, meeting room, theater. Who the frick cares? What's the vision for this game? Can you tell me in a couple of sentences? No? Well, then we have a serious problem on our hands. What's your confidence in this game coming to market? How do you feel about the game? It's it's bad? You don't want to make it? Oh, golly. Don't talk to the leadership. Go to the devs. You'd have known about Halo. You'd have known about Halo way in advance. You'd have known about this the minute you inherited it. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, we bought a slow motion car crash. Lono's aging us all with the dot matrix printer, right? (laughs) Put yourself in that position. Whatever you're working on right now looks like a mess, but management keeps saying it must be done because their management keeps saying it must be done. Are you standing up and taking that heat? Honestly, would you do it or just hope someone else did it and not endanger their job? Oh, don't get this twisted, Zubair. I don't expect some developer to poke their head out and get labeled as a troublemaker. We know how these corporate environments go. Man, I gotta tell you, boss, I, I just think this thing, this project's gonna burn. It's bad. We we are not enjoying making it. What's your name? Tim Smith. Alright. He's a troublemaker. Put that in his file. Couple months go by. Hey, Tim! <laughs> We're going to have to let you go. Like, obviously, sure. Your devs don't want to poke their head out and get labeled as the troublemaker. I'm not, ins- I'm not, I've not once tried to, date, tried to insinuate that, like, the devs should have fought back and, yeah, this game sucks. But that's where the owner, that's where Microsoft, it's on them to assess the quality of a project. Because at the end of the day, it's Phil Spencer that walks out and says, we got a great game from the team at Arcane Austin, known for Prey and other great titles. I give you Redfall. He's the one that has to do that. You're standing there, green lights, green shirt, green stage. Your brand is attached to this thing. Well, own it. Go to the Dadgum Studios and check on these projects. Send somebody. For crying out loud, it's not that hard to do this. I worked at a call center that did this. They would assess management and, and regional management's quality by doing anonymous surveys. Who's the guy that goes to Phil and says, this is a mess, I can't fix it, can we throw away millions of dollars? Well, but that's just it, Zubair. If that's that guy's job, and then he just hands that provisional report over to Phil, here you go, this is everything I got. This is this right here, this line item here. Yeah, this is the average score the team gave their confidence in the project. Uh, here's here's our approximation of vision transfer. Scored very low. It's like a 20%, right? Here's the report, Phil. Your call. Then it's on Phil. Because Phil looks at it and says, Holy moly. I either go out here and promote this game for $70 on Game Pass 
or I make the hard decision. That's what he's paid to do. Like, come on, man. He's not just paid to be attractive and wear nice jackets. Like, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be w- keeping watch. He's supposed to be watching what's going on. Get your house in order, Phil. Hey, boss, we can't get this done. We don't have the equipment. Well, it needs to get done so my boss won't come at me. Meanwhile, the boss's boss has no idea what's even happening. Yeah, you have to remove fear from the culture. If everybody is scared to say, uh, this project's a disaster, if everyone's scared to say that, You have to remove that from the equation. You have to set up oversight processes so that these people can give you adequate feedback of what in the world's going on. And then that just spits out a report, and then that report goes to Phil. So Phil looks at it and says, this project's humming along. We've got great vision transfer. We've got confidence from the devs. Morale is high. Great. Awesome. Keep it going. You get that report on Redfall, and you're like, what the, huh? Phil said the report looked good. Their internal mock review process is not what I am talking about. I'm talking about something completely and utterly new. My position is that I think the cultures have such endemic dysfunction that no one could blow the whistle. I don't know how you fix that. I tell you how you fix it, Zubair. Microsoft needs a bungee. It's an outside team that comes in. They're not scared to say, Hey, Sony, our confidence on ongoing engagement is quite low. See you guys later. Here's a report. And then just walk out. They come in as a third party. That's why I said Microsoft needs a bungee. You need somebody that's like, they're not attached to the project. They have no problem saying, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Phil, how are you, man? Yeah, <clears throat> you're looking fit. Here's the report. Not looking good. All right, see you later. Yeah, I got to go back. I got a flight to catch. Yeah, we're building Doom 4. Like, you need a bungee. You need somebody who can walk in the room and just analyze, assess, acquire information and then pass that information on they clearly don't have that they didn't have it for Halo and they didn't do it with Redfall as I said earlier, the silver lining here from the Phil Spencer interview is that quote, we did a better job getting involved with Starfield, they swarmed Bethesda with help, with people so they clearly got engaged earlier with Starfield. That gives me more hope for Starfield. That also kind of gives me hope for the future. That apparently somewhere along the line, somebody said, we don't have oversight of these projects. We can't keep doing this. Disagree. Bungie gets to do that because that's the culture Sony fosters. Sony's already putting fingers into Bungie to fit their culture. I'm actually shifting more blame to Microsoft. So you're saying Microsoft has fostered... That's not surprising at all, because Microsoft's a massive company, so it's not surprising at all that they have a a corporate-wide dysfunction of everyone doesn't... No one wants to no one wants to break from party line. No one wants to get in trouble. So everybody just stays quiet, and you shovel out garbage. Golly, is that like that? Anytime after the heart attack I just had, there's a way to open the door slowly. <laughs> Come barging in here. 
<laughs> oh, you know what that was this morning? The shirt hanger got caught on the door in the dark. In the dark, I'm like carrying my stuff to the bathroom. It was an accident. I'm usually very quiet in the morning. You want me to do an impersonation of you, boy? Huh? Hey, it's four in the morning. I'm going to come in and climb in the bed. That's my impersonation of you. You'll kick me? You do every night. <laughs> he went, so? You'll step on me? Well, stepping on me is a decent threat, Hobbit Feet. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, don't explain the insult. Just go with it. How dare you, chicken feet, he said. I'm not. So you could wait. I'm sorry, yeah. I made a joke about getting a heart attack and we didn't really answer the question. Yeah, I can wait. It's fine. <laughs> Got double the life insurance before she brings me lunch. Part of being dysfunctional is not knowing you're dysfunctional. I mean, okay, yeah. I, but at some point, at some point, Zuby, how do they not? I just, I don't know. How do you not assess? Where's the assessment, man? I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. The lack, the lack of assessment. It's maladaptive behavior. I've run into this many times as Swade. We call it getting green, green fricked. Folks just want to report that everything is great, no issues, everything's green. Then when it's time to implement, the wheels fall off. You need a team that's not afraid to tell the truth and leadership that's willing to call BS when things don't add up. Recap. I'll go back if not. I'll give you guys a recap. I'll give you guys a recap. People keep asking for recaps, okay? We'll be playing Diablo. We'll be playing Diablo shortly. Um, Which... Yeah, let me, let me actually schedule that now. Um, so the recap was, if you guys missed it, there was an article from Bloomberg by Jason Schreier. I actually said, in all of my Redfall coverage, I said, there will be a Jason Schreier tell-all, right? I said, just give it time. There will be a Jason Schreier tell-all. Just like with Anthem, we got another tell-all, and this one was about Redfall, right? So... The Redfall situation was far more complicated than we thought. At one level, at one level, it was completely unrelated to Microsoft's disruption. So my theory that Microsoft walked in the room and disrupted the project and canceling PS5, uh, my prediction was if a game is this bad, my only explanation was it was built in a short amount of time. I was basing that off of Anthem. I was like, Anthem was built in 18 months. Well, come to find out, Anthem was built in uh, 15 months, according to a developer. But the, my assessment and my theory was based off of Anthem. I was like, the only way a game is this bad is if it was built in an extremely you know, short amount of time. Well, that was not true. 
What ended up being true was far worse than that. The project was in terrible state literally when it got handed to Microsoft. Once Microsoft bought ZeniMax, the project was already in terrible state. So ZeniMax was setting its sights on ongoing games that they could be that they could have microtransactions in them and Prey, the video game by Arcane Austin, although it was it was it was received well and got good reviews, Prey actually did not do very well commercially. So because of that, there was sort of an agreement between both Arcane Austin leadership and ZeniMax that ZeniMax wanting to do ongoing games that can have microtransactions put into them, and Arcane is saying, hey, that's great. We were wanting to build a game with broader appeal anyway. Like, they were wanting to essentially move away from the single-player trope, right? Uh, And when this happens, okay... When this happens, there's a a fracture that sort of begins. The fracture starts at that moment. Microsoft's not even in the picture at this point. So the Arcane staff is, number one, they're like, we don't even know if we can build a multiplayer game. That's not what we do. And number two, they didn't have the staff for a multiplayer game. Uh, Less than 100 employees works for a game the size of Prey and its single player. It's not necessarily the right amount of staff for an ongoing multiplayer game. So from moment one, there was a lack of confidence in, can we even build this game? Then the actual leadership at Arcane did a terrible job of transferring the vision of the game to the staff. Like, they didn't even know what game they were building. Like, the reference points kept shifting. Oh, we're going to make a game like Far Cry. Oh, we're going to make a game like Borderlands. Over the time of trying to build the game, 70% of the staff leave because they don't want to build a multiplayer game. So, with that situation, Microsoft buys ZeniMax, and at that point in time, Arcane Austin is hoping that Microsoft will cancel the project or just reboot it. Okay? Microsoft doesn't do that. Obviously, it came to market. Microsoft says, we don't want you to make the PS5 version. Have a nice day. They basically took a hands-off approach and allowed them to continue to work autonomously, which essentially led to the game coming out the way that it did. In the late hours, 2021, they removed the microtransaction store because the public was showing resistance and uh, dissatisfaction with games as a service, with with live service games. And so they they basically scrapped the microtransaction store. And my assessment of the situation was that who's to blame? Everybody, right? Uh, everybody. Um... So if you look at ZeniMax, it starts with ZeniMax. ZeniMax does a terrible job assessing the skill set and the bandwidth of Arcane Austin. They ask them to do a game that they're they're not they're not accustomed to making, and they don't have enough people to make it. So ZeniMax, they get blame number one. Blame number two, Arcane Austin. Terrible leadership. They don't cast good vision. They're clearly not in a good relationship with their staff to where they're assessing the fact that people don't want to build this game and this game's not coming together very well. Okay. Then blame falls to Microsoft. After Halo Infinite, I don't think we can continue to excuse Microsoft's hands off approach. I don't think we can. 
Microsoft needs oversight. They clearly don't have it. They announce this game. They show this trailer as a as a as a showcase ending announcement in 2021, and they had never seen the game. Apparently, had no idea that the game was in disarray and that the staff didn't even want to make it. And you got Phil Spencer walking out promoting the game. That's terrible. What are you doing? No oversight, and you're out here promoting a game, right? So I essentially said Microsoft needs a bungee. They need a company to go in and assess projects and then report back to Phil to say, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, don't talk to the leadership. You need, a, you need a way to receive feedback, information, and all of that from the staff, from the devs. You, you ask, you say, what's the vision for this game? Because vision transfer, I used to work for a tech company. Vision transfer is so incredibly important. Here's what we're building, right? Vision casting. That's vision casting. Here's what we're building. Vision transfer is, did they understand what you said? Did they understand what you communicated? So if you have successful vision transfer, I should be able to go to the leadership of the company as well as the staff and they're both going to say the same thing. Well, what kind of game are you building? Well, both your development staff, your team leads, your project leads, your engineers, your developers, they should all essentially say the same thing that the leadership's saying. Now, why is that so important? Because imagine you're building a a, a five-story Statue of Liberty, okay? And... Everybody has to understand that that's what you're building because the team that's doing scaffolding, material building, uh, painting, structural integrity assessments, all of those teams can only contribute to the project as well as they know what in the world they're building. So the team building your weapons, the team building the open world, the team building the enemies, the team writing the script, the team storyboarding the story... If they don't have a clear vision of what they're building, you're going to end up with an elephant that looks like it's one part eagle, two parts lion, one part snake. Like, what is this weird Frankenstein of a game? Because nobody knows what they're building. So they can pour themselves into weapon design. They can pour themselves into enemy design if they understand where it fits in the larger picture of the project. So if you don't have oversight of that, like you can't go in and assess, what are you building? Not only what are you building, but how do you feel about it? How's it coming? What's the quality of this project? What do you think about the timeline for deliverable? Can you guys make it? Microsoft needs a process that does that for them. These freaking higher-ups at these companies clearly don't respect Microsoft enough to tell them what's going on. Oh, that's a Chimera. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Chimera, Frankenstein, you know. You know what I'm saying. Ashen Hollow with 21 months and it's a member plus. Thank you so much, sir. Welcome back. Like building a house without an architect. Yeah. Without without proper vision transfer, nobody knows what they're contributing and how they're contributing to the project. It's like, well, we, you know, we made we made weapons that look and look and behave like this. Oh, well, we made enemies that look and behave like this. Oh, well, there's not a real harmony there, is there? 
we made a story that is like this oh well we made questing and missions like this oh that's a bit of a mismatch isn't it we made an open world that's shaped and behaves like this oh well, we made enemy pathing and aggro that's like this these things don't match up that's why that's why that's why if you don't have good vision transfer you end up with a game like Redfall like, nobody knows what the frick they're building not only that, they didn't want to build it in the first place. It's madness. There's no way they're not talking to each other. Even if they're talking to each other, McCluskey, it doesn't matter. Bad vision transfer. Do you know how much can get lost in translation? I heard we were making a game like Far Cry. Oh. Well, we've been kind of nose down for about a month, you know, hammering out the weapons. We, I thought we were building a game like Borderlands. You see? You see what I'm saying? It's like, you know, sure they talk to each other, but they're they're getting work done. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, we built this. You built that? I can't, what, what, huh? You you if you don't have good vision transfer, you're always gonna end up with a chimera or a Frankenstein. Or Dr. Frankenstein. You're gonna end up with a big green monster. Yo, 26 months from Reaper, and it's a VIP. Let's go, Lono. Congrats on the amazing growth and a gifted member for Aim for the Bushes. Love that reference from the other guys. Such a funny movie. Takes us to 36. Y'all slowed down on the members today. I guess you wanted the talk show. Y'all disrupted the talk show so much yesterday. I was re-listening to it. I was like, oh, man. People kept trying to ask me questions. I kept getting interrupted. Let me give you, let me give you a count. 3737. You're still... You're still, man, you're two you're two sixty away. Let's see how many people upgraded to VIP. Two eighty-five. So it was seventeen, then it was sixteen, now it's fifteen people. If I could get fifteen people to use the upgrade command and to upgrade, there's so many members. So many. Creature has to play Returnal with me today. I can't believe y'all aren't gonna grant me that wish. <laughs> can't believe it! So unfair. I want to play that game with him so bad. If you're unaware, every Friday afternoon, we do a VIP end of the week unfiltered debrief. It's the only thing we do for VIPs, but it's really, really fun. It's unfiltered. You get a behind the scenes look with my producer. And I said, hey, when we hit milestones, I'll play a game with him. And uh, we're, we're going to play Returnal uh, this afternoon if you guys can hit it. What's good for this weekend? What's good? Kicking it with Timmy B. All members, don't forget, my wife and I will be playing Diablo 4 this evening. I've got a Necro. She has a Rogue. It's going to be a blast. I'll be playing Diablo 4 in about 30 minutes or so. I'll be testing out the Druid from scratch from moment one to see how he feels. Because apparently somebody said he feels better. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. Solono, will Redfall bring patches and updates to the game? Did they get Anthem? Will it get the Anthem treatment? I, I honestly don't know. The funny thing is, everyone sees. Oh, everyone says Destiny One is dead now. So much the servers are still going. And me personally, I like Destiny One more than Destiny Two. Yes, Destiny's still going. Have you tried? We're cutting VIP off at 300 because we want to keep it exclusive. <laughs> that's not possible. That would be so cool. Oh, that's good feedback to YouTube. Like, if I could go in and create a membership, a membership class, and cap it and say, first 100 people that pick this membership tier and then you, no more get in that's not a bad idea especially for the bigger streamers like Doc 
Doc could create like a special membership class just for like a month or something. That'd be really, really smart. Hey, man. First 100 people to pick this tier level of the Champions Club. Hurry up. That's, that's actually not a bad idea. Zubair, what have you done, says Valiant. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Returnal's a decent game, not my favorite port, but was worth the 40. We ever hang out, Lono's buying me dinner. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> a thousand monthly member class? That's right, that's right. I'm just curious, is there anybody in here that's still playing Redfall? Is, is anybody still playing at all? Genuinely curious. Because I, I, I was sort of surprised. So I searched for Redfall. I searched for it, and I, uh, I was looking at what people had been saying about it. Right? I was trying to get a like. Uh, I was trying to get sort of a bearing on what's everybody think, and I couldn't believe how many YouTube videos I saw that were like, "Oh, people were wrong about the game. The game is great. You know, it's worth playing." I was like, "What? I still play it." First 100 people get to call Lono a pony once a stream. Sergeant McCluskey says, heck no. You look at the Steam numbers, they're insanely low. Let's look at the Redfall Steam charts. There's 80... (laughs) There's 87 people playing right now. (laughs) 87... (laughs) <laughs> in the last 24 <laughs> in the last 24 hours um in the last 24 hours 139 players was the peak we have more <laughs> we have more people watching this stream than have played Redfall in the last 24 hours <laughs> you've not touched it since Zelda <clears throat> I rolled credits on Redfall and I'm good not to touch it again you rolled credits on it, Tiny Toot. What what score would you give it? What score would you give Redfall? Donnie says 87, right? That's a rounding error. <laughs> 87. They're rounding up by 80. <laughs> we, we round by 80, so seven people playing. Eh, we'll call it 87. Steam Steam charts a horrible representation of what a Game Pass game is doing numbers wise. Are you serious, Clark? That's you you're gonna you're gonna go you're you're gonna say that? You mean that? You you understand that So Steam charts are not you know, they're not the be all end all. But we'll call it a barometer. Okay? We'll call it a barometer. Let's say people are coming out of a movie theater, right? And then there's the main doors of the theater that people are pouring out of. And then there's like that side exit door that some people use. So there's a lot more people coming out of the movie theater from the main doors. But there's a pretty good trickle of people over here. There's a lower percentage of moviegoers coming out of this door over here. And if you stand outside the movie door where less people are coming out and they're like, it's crap, 
How was the movie? Garbage. Whoa. How would you score it? Three out of ten. Would you recommend it to other people? No. What do you think of the... Oh, I got punched. What do you think of the movie? It's terrible. Would you say... Well, that's a minority of the people coming out of the movie. Or would you say... Well, that's a barometer and an indication of the movie's quality. Like, how would you weigh that? Redfall's not even in Microsoft's top 50 games. Yeah, like it's... You you can't use Steam charts. It's pronounced thermometer. <laughs> you can't use Steam charts to... to, to to come to like a rigid conclusion but you can come to an approximation of what people think about a game you understand that Redfall was in the top three most pre-ordered games like the week it came out on Steam lots of people were pre-ordering the game and, and, and wanting to jump in and test it out it was pretty popular yo Rissick coming in out of nowhere and blows the doors off the goal and takes it to 56 with a 20 gifted member bomb the next goal being 75 right now I owe you guys 10 members I just need 15 existing members to type exclamation point upgrade in the chat and bump up from normal to VIP right it's it's not about the money if 15 people do that that's it's that's that's 75 bucks, right? It's 75 bucks. It's not about the money. It's that if you guys hit that goal, Creature has to play Returnal with me. Like, that's... That's... Please. VIPs, hit 300. Do it. Only the haters went through the side door. <laughs> yeah, all the people that hated the movie used the side door. Everybody over there at the front door, they loved it. They loved it. They loved it so much, they're running to their cars. Can I just suggest that we start making bets on how many graphics features are reduced when the 60 FPS patch hits? Do you want to take bets about whether or not the 60 FPS patch ever hits at all? Creature says, no worries here. Look at this man in chat. Look at his arrogance. It's not, he's not doing reverse psychology. He told me last night on the phone. He genuinely believes it. He's like, nah, they're not going to hit it. He genuinely believes that. Steam doesn't have many pre-orders to getting to the top isn't hard. Scarlet Nexus only had 15,000 on Steam, but across 2 million players due to Game Pass. Okay. All right, fine. All right, all right. Okay, l- let's let's approach this from a different angle. Are you attempting to claim that Redfall is really popular and lots of people are playing it right now? By by pushing back, even mentioning the Steam charts, even mentioning the Steam numbers, wh- why are you pushing back on that? I'm trying to understand the perspective that you're coming from. Are you attempting to claim that Redfall is is quite popular right now? A 60 FPS patch would be a waste of money. A 60 FPS patch will come. Yeah, it'll probably come exactly when uh, split-screen co-op comes to Halo Infinite. I think they're coming around the same time. Yeah. 
It's like <laughs> it's like that prank that you play on kids at summer camp. Like if it's a really really big summer camp and there's ATVs and four wheelers and you put up a sign that says the bus route starts tomorrow. <laughs> And you leave that sign up all week long. The bus route starts tomorrow. I said that yesterday. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you wait right here, uh, tomorrow the it'll the bus will come around. It'll, it'll take you, you know, to the pool. It'll take you uh, back to the firing range and the uh, obstacle course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus route. The bus route starts tomorrow. <laughs> 60 FPS patch coming next week. I just need a shirt. The patch is coming next week. It's, it's just eternally. Yeah. I thought it was coming. I thought you said that last week. No, 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 no. Next week. Every week it's next week. Aim for the bushes with a $5 super chat tip. 60 FPS would be polishing a turd. It does feel like a waste of time at this point. It does. We're not saying it's popular and people are playing, just mentioning that Steam isn't a great measure for how many people are playing a poorly received game that you can get for $10 versus 70 No. No. You're, you're, making a, you're making an error, Skyler, and let me attempt to push back on what I feel is an error. Eight months from Belanjoud Gaming. I quit as soon as I beat Hollow Man, got my limited content out of it. It was rough the whole time. Thank you so much, Belanjoud. Listen, a lot of you guys are at Member Plus. Member Plus is six bucks. VIP is nine ninety nine. So it's like it's a four dollar jump. Come on. All you member pluses. Make make creature play returnal. Come on. Anyway. Let me push back on the error, Skylar. A bad game is a bad game. So if it's being poorly received and you see mass exodus and terrible numbers on Steam charts, it stands to reason that people are doing the same thing on Game Pass. Do you want to know why they didn't buy the game? I would argue that your Game Pass funnel would have a quicker exodus because they're not, they have no skin in the game at all. They don't own the game. They didn't buy the game. If anything, they they would leave faster. Well, this game's garbage. Bloop, close it down. They didn't buy it. They didn't buy it. They have no vested interest in squeezing anything out of the game. If anything, your argument folds in on itself. It's like, Bro, I didn't even buy this game. This game's bad. People that bought the game on Steam are leaving in droves. People that paid $0 for the game will leave, I believe, exponentially faster. Just, it, this game's awful. Locking up, freezing, crashing. Look at the frame rate. Look at the glitches. Look at the bugs. I'm out of here, bro. That's I, I I do I feel like that's an error in your calculation. It's like oh well well yeah 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 people left Steam really quickly because I mean obviously there's a two hour window to get their refund so they're gonna leave way faster. But people that paid you know ten dollars for Game Pass they're surely gonna play for a longer period of time. I, I actually think no. I think psychologically they'll be even faster to dip on the game because they, they don't own it. They didn't buy it. I see your point. Yeah, like 
at no point am I trying to act like, oh yeah, we can run the Steam charts. Yep, game's a failure. Like, I continue to say that about Halo Infinite. In the early month where Halo Infinite numbers were dropping on Steam, I said, listen, I... Halo was never going to be huge on Steam. It was always going to have the bulk of its player base on the console. But as time went on, there was no way, there was no way to argue that Halo Infinite was holding a player base. There just was no way to argue it. There was nothing to keep people playing. And if you went to the most played list, it just kept slipping down the list. Redfall, same deal. 3757. 340 away. 340 away. All right. Did any of y'all do it? No. All right. I'm I'm not calling for VIPs anymore. I'm that's that that's the last of that. It's too disruptive. We tried. We tried. I hate when I have to tell creature he was right. <laughs> I told him I was like, "I bet you we could hit 250 members tomorrow. I bet you they make me shave my beard. I bet you Redfall be a big day." I think people are tired of this topic. <laughs> A month later, Schreier drops this article and people are like, who cares, bro? (laughs) Who cares, man? We do not care. We don't care. (laughs) Like, that's that's the gif. That's the gif for the day, the meme. I honestly thought today was gonna outshine the Diablo coverage. I thought, oh man, Redfall, the truth about Redfall, that's gonna be a big day. Nope. No, I think people are just, they're like over it. That's bad sign. That's bad sign. That people are so tired of this game. They don't even want to, they don't even want to talk about the expose. They don't even want to talk about the autopsy from Schreier. Like, man. I mean, the core audience showed up today. Y'all, y'all that liked the show, y'all were here. But everybody else? All those Xbox fans that were coming in and debating, man, they were not here today. <laughs> What's good, A9 Asinine? Do you know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to get in the ring today. Nobody. They're like, mm-mm. Like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it, Lono. <laughs> Redfall does feel like an autopsy of a goose. People are so over it, they don't even care why it's bad anymore. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying, man. That's rough. It's also Redfall coverage on the day. One of the most anticipated games of the year dropped. True, Kevin. At one level, that's true, which is why we will be playing Diablo shortly. Um, I didn't want to do too much Diablo this week. We had already done a couple Diablo shows, and I was like... I can't skip Redfall, and I can't kick Redfall to next week. I don't think that would be a good idea, right? I think that would be a bad idea. Um, I think this will be the last thing we do on Redfall. We did the same thing with the day before. Anybody remember that game? We kind of did like one last show. Like, all right, unless something absolutely insane happens, this will be our last show on Redfall. And then we did that one last show on the day before. We're like, yeah, this is our last show on, on the day before. Now, obviously, there probably will be a sh- a one another show on the day before, but it'll be months likely, you know, in between uh, the last show and the next one. Yes, we made a Diablo clan. It's just called Reforge Gaming. I made it yesterday. Yeah, yesterday night. 
played with my wife. We're level 14, I think. I think we're level 14. Um, I'm a necro. She's a rogue. I'll be playing druid today. I want to test. People are saying it feels better. Um, you guys got about 14 minutes. We'll shift gears. So if you want to try to hit 75, uh, right now I owe you 10 members. I'll make good on that uh, over there in the Diablo stream. I'll give you that time. You can obviously gift more members when we're playing Diablo 2. If you guys think that might be a better stream to gift members, uh, today was a good day to gift members because it was clearly the loyal the loyal viewership core was here, which I'm totally fine with. Like I've if people move on and don't want to come in and be trolls, that's that's great. Like we we uh we win either way, right? Hate is engagement. It's great to get hate watchers and trolls because it, you know, it helps the video, but it's also sometimes nice to not have to listen to that. Like it 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 makes for a more calm and enjoyable conversation. What do clans in Diablo 4 do? Um I don't know. It's a great way to know when your buddies are playing. Like you can quickly pull it open and see who's playing. I I um I haven't quite figured out what it does. I'll show you guys the clan interface. I'll uh, I'll pull it up. I'll I'll show it to you and uh we'll we'll see if we can't deduce what's the point of it. Like what does it do? I'll get you guys in there. I've made a couple people officers. They can approve your invitations. So I don't have to boot up and do it. I've I've uh, I've elected I think three people. Uh, I'll probably snag a few more too when I'm in there today. Yo, good morning, feed. Good to see you in the chat. Wait, I main druid. Who told you it felt better? Even if it doesn't feel better, Kage, I think that's a better stream than me just playing. Like starting a new sorcerer, I I, I, I it makes more sense to just start a druid. I, I don't see us playing Diablo four on the channel with regularity. I just don't see it. So I would much rather start a sorcerer with you guys, but I don't I just I do not see there being space for gameplay. Um the Diablo four coverage has been fine, but the interest and the morale around the game is not where I need it to be to play it long term. That could change when season one starts, we'll see. I, I don't, I don't know, but I think it, it it's, it's going to serve the audience and the channel a lot more for me to say, hey, let's check out the druid. Is he any better now? I, you know, I'm hearing yeses and noes, so that probably means no. Because if he was way better, people would be saying it. It wouldn't be the jury wouldn't be out on it, right? You wouldn't be hearing mixed, you know, mixed response. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it with the necro, right? My my guys get increased damage if I'm doing that blood drain thing, and then I put a pool under their feet that increases damage as well from me and my minions. So my minions will roast somebody up if they're on the pool and I'm doing like the blood drain or whatever it's called. It's nice. It's a really, really fun build. Did you get in on PlayStation? I did in a rather unique turn of events. I have two PlayStations in the house. My wife's is set to do console sharing, and because that PlayStation was set to that, it could boot up and play, which was really weird. My main PlayStation couldn't do it, and when I went to turn that feature on, it would just tell me PSN wasn't available. So her PlayStation bypassed that. So we just played split screen on her PlayStation. So it was kind of like a lucky thing. Like nobody, if you only had one PlayStation, you were screwed. You couldn't get in, right? There were some unique things people were doing to get in, like going and downloading like a free game. And I guess that was getting people in. Um, But I didn't have to do that. 
Reapers create corpses, and then you explode everything in sight. I just got corpse bursting last night as we shut down, so I have not got a chance to try that out. I'll be doing that tonight. My wife and I will be playing this evening for members. Uh, Friday nights, we have a few drinks and some laughs and play a game together. And we will be doing a Fall Guys community game night. It'll probably be... um, I don't know if we'll do it next week, because next week, Summer Game Fest... So, you know, and Diablo officially launches next week. We may do two weeks of like a Friday night Diablo stream. We'll see how tonight goes. We'll see what the reception is from the members. Just remember, if you're a member and you enjoy watching on Friday nights, you want to make sure you're in the Discord. Make sure you have notifications turned on. Um, You know, that way you don't miss those Friday night streams. They're a really good time. Uh, we will no longer be doing Saturday night streams. If we're going to be doing a Star Wars watch party, we will do that on a Friday night. I, I'm not going to be doing uh, double streams ever again. It's too much. It's It demands too much. So we moved Star Wars watch parties to Saturday because we thought it would help with turnout. They're getting about the same amount of people no matter what. So And members-only content's getting better engagement because they're actually putting it in your, your, your main page feed and your subscription feed. So, you know, Beat Saber stream didn't do that. The, the, the platform was acting kind of funky that night. So hopefully we don't have a repeat of that. Yes, Diablo 4 is crossplay. Correct. That is correct. And just a few mentions here at the end before we shift gears. Uh, the shirt that I'm wearing is not an 80s tease. We do work with 80s tees, but we are partnering with new t-shirt companies. This one is from Into the AM. If you ever, you, you can use my code there at any time, but June 1st through the 5th, they're doing a big sale and you can add my code on top of their sale. So if you find something over there that's on sale, um, you can get an extra 10% off with code LONO, or you can go to intotheam.com slash LONO. Don't forget, my glasses are also from Gamer Advantage. Coffee, a bunch of you guys stocked up on Frickmas, but we still have a few bags of Frickmas left, and the Light Roast, both the Frickmas and the Light Roast have been marked down significantly, and then we have the new Dark Roast bags. So head to reforgeroast.com, make sure and support the coffee. Uh, my, that's not like a sponsor, like my wife and kiddos shipped this to you. It's ours, it's in the house. Nice new quality bags with the tear top and the reseal. If you're a coffee drinker, you got to try it at least once. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should be trying out Reforge Roast at least one time. There is no show today with 30, no. And we will not be doing a VIP stream unless in the next stream we get 15 people to upgrade. If we get, if we hit 300, we'll do the VIP stream. We'll stream Returnal, Creature, and I for VIPs only. But we're only going to do that if we hit the milestone. We're going to forego the VIP stream this week. Uh, in in lieu of just playing Diablo, unless of course you guys you guys hit the number. Amazing shirt, sir. Thank you, thank you. Just said it. Now you're talking about the shirt. Yeah, I, I was just making mention of it. We promoted them yesterday, but the code wasn't working. I and I reached out to them and they reactivated. They got the co- they got the they got the code working again. So. Give me a brief second before we step into gameplay. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to stretch my legs and then uh, we're going to jump into uh, some Diablo gameplay. We're going to check out this druid. Uh, make sure and stick around for that. Gameplay streams on here don't happen all that often. We're typically doing a, uh, a talk show. So if you're not going to stick around for the gameplay, you're still the best. Make sure and smash that like button. JW, JW says we are not done by any stretch and he pushes the member count on the day to 61 every 25 and I give 5 and you guys are well on your way to 75 
and you guys could easily if you guys rip and tear like you did yesterday you guys got over 300 members yesterday you only need about 200 and some change to make me shave the beard so if you guys rally and get right now if you get 230 well no you only need about actually because of all the ones that I would gift right now I owe you 10 you guys only need about 200 members and you'd hit it yeah you guys would hit it because I would have to gift so many you guys could easily hit 4,000 members today you only need 200 because I would owe you so many I would owe you 20 for every 100 I would owe you 200 I would owe you 20 plus this so 200 on top of that yeah 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 that I'm not getting my weekly fix of creature you're gonna have to try to rally you're gonna have to try to rally the troops during gameplay to upgrade to VIP you're gonna try to rally uh, 15 people so just want to say you're in my top three gaming channels along with spawn wave and skill up good work made hey that's high praise spawn wave and skill up are both really really good content creators in some ways I kind of look up to skill up I really like the work that he does I think he's a super talented guy I respect the work and the and the passion he pours in. You know, he 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 goes long winded, and I appreciate that. And I I almost always agree with his reviews. I I don't, I don't I've very rarely not agreed with his reviews and his scores of games. So, give me a quick second to run upstairs. Thank you again, JW. Uh, if you guys want to push this number, feel free to push it. R- creatures mocking you in the chat. Show him up. Show him up. Rally the troops. You know, send some DMs in Discord. Get it going. Get everybody ready to go, right? We're going to gameplay in a little bit. Show this man you can do it, okay? I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Okay. Alright, let me get this set up. Not leaving till the chair leaves. What's good, Irene? All right, let me change. Let me change the thumb on the Redfall stream. Chair looking dapper. All right, how are my batteries in this controller? Oh, they're low. Okay. Yo, what's good, John L. Baroki? Uh, let me go into studio mode. Full screen card. All right, then we're gonna go to properties and switch the audio device. Okay. Let's get in here. There haven't been any cues. It's It's kind of amazing. Oh, I thought it was level 14, level 12. A level 12. Um And we're going to be doing a new character. Hello? What happened? My entire PlayStation just froze. I've never had that happen. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Literally. Can you look into a dress shirt sponsor? No, my entire PlayStation's froze. Wait. Wait. Oh my gosh. You hyped for the Xbox showcase? I actually am. I actually think they can they can bring some heat. They've got a lot of good property. Your Series X black screened last night? Yeah, my wife and I played last night with zero problems. PSN been wild since yesterday. Okay, let's try this one more time. 
I are you actually kidding me? <laughs> this can't be real. All I'm doing is is trying to create a new character. What? This can't be real, bro. This is not some obscure late game bug. Could be server stress. What do you mean? I'm getting into the game. It's a server problem. I'm getting all the way into the game. Something went wrong with this app. It happened to me last night. I had a similar bug. How did you get past it? Did you just keep trying? I just logged in no problem. I mean, I'm logging in no problem. I could tr- I guess I could grab my existing character, but that <laughs> I, I made a thumbnail and I have everything typed up and ready to go to play with the druid like I don't want to play with my existing character bro that doesn't serve any purpose at all I that's the character I play with my wife right in a hard reset was what I had to do on my Xbox what (sighs) oh oh my gosh Uh Here's our clan. Reforge Gaming, there's our there's our banner. Haha! Gee many freaking Christmas. Roseanne Bar. <laughs> Isn't that who it looks like? Accept me into the clan. Uh, I have people that can do that. I've got officers that can do that. That's totally Roseanne, bro. Who do we want to start with? That's not that's not a bad base character to start with. We have a clan. Yeah, I think I should get into the game and into that first area first before going over to the new stream. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I wanted to give him like glowing eyes. Okay. Yeah. Let's get him made first and in the game uh, before. Before before we go to the new stream. I don't want to go to the new stream and get bopped or have a glitch or something. Uh, I, I guess we'll do the ponytail. I kind of like the beard. I like that. Uh, Sony ponytail. <laughs> oh, uh, makeup. There we go. You, uh, you end up with a bunch of armor anyway. I think I'm going to do that one. Okay. My daughter got really mad at me when I picked that name. She's like, what name are you going to pick? I was like, Lono. She's like, Lono. She was, she was not impressed. It was, it was in her mind. Very boring. Oh. Okay, we're good. Wait. I thought I turned that off. I don't want the stupid chat to show up. Chat settings. Yo, John L. Brokey upgraded VIP. We only need 14 more people to do it. Wait. I I don't want anything down there. I don't know why those people are blocked. Blocked? I don't... Save. There we go. I just... I can't stand that. I don't want to have that chat down in the corner. It's obnoxious. Okay. Uh... Did I send the announcement in there? I did. 
Alright, let's see if this guy's any better. Do, 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 do. I'll give you guys a link and we'll redirect in just a second. Let's see if the big man is any better. The tweets are out. Uh, let me get the member count on the screen for you guys. I will... Uh, I will gift the members in the next stream that I owe you. We might hit 75, so I'm going to hold off for just a teeny bit. Link is in chat for the new stream. Smash the like button on this video before you leave and make sure and smash the like button when we get over in the new stream. Thanks so much for clicking on the video. More Reforged Gaming here with Diablo 4 Gameplay. Is the Druid any better? Well, we're going to find out. Freshly made Druid character right here at the beginning. Uh, I do have a Necromancer. I'm playing that character with my wife. If you're one of the members of my channel, you can watch us play that on Friday night. It's a members-only stream. So if you like tuning in tonight, we'd love to see you. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you enjoy gameplay. We did a talk show this morning about Redfall. What on earth happened with that game? If you want to see that talk show and that monologue breakdown, check out that stream. I'm going to be ending that stream and bringing people over. I will be gifting members in this stream. Every 25, I give five. and We had a great start already. And we may end up getting some more in this stream. We may end up getting enough 